ready to take a ride, grab your coffee, and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. And we are live. Okay, let's go ahead and get Michael on. I'm dialing right now. Stand by. Tonight is the first night of our new platform. Here we go. Here we go. Stand by. There's the man, Brother Michael. Hallelujah, my friend. We've got Should M. Be audio tonight. How are you? We've got M. Square tonight. That was Michael W. Smith, and now we're with Michael Basham. <laughs> I used to have uh, four, maybe it was five, different Peters on the program. <laughs> okay. That, that got a little bit uh, confusing, which Peter was who. But um, no joke, folks. Um, and it, also we have the night of T-squared, Tom Mack and Tom Baird. So, <laughs> uh, Michael, how you doing, my friend? Well, we're doing okay. We're um, certainly thinking about our guests that, that we've covered over the years and that you've covered over the years and just uh it's it's an honor to get to work with the with the awesome saints of god and the warriors and uh can't wait to see what what we end up uh getting into tonight got a lot of important information and a lot of testimonies and just the view from the bunker i guess you could say to quote Derek gilbert well we have relocated michael we are now broadcasting from the white mountains Wow. We have built a citadel in the White Mountains where men can still be free. They can talk about what they want without fear of repercussions. And uh, you have to act quick, folks, because if you don't move quick, you could get caught in the cyber ghettos out there, like the Warsaw Ghetto, where they rounded up people. And then the trucks came and they took people to the trains and the trains went to Auschwitz. Um, we're getting to that point. I really feel like um, most social media platforms are controlled by the Stasis. And you know, the more I look at that book, 1984, it seems really like a prophetic book. I mean, it's coming to pass. But <laughs> um, The yeah. White Mountains, did you ever read that book growing up by John Christopher about the, uh, the tripods and the 13 year olds who would be kept at 13? I thought you were being poetic. I just was like, wow, the White Mountains. What a great... <laughs> uh, no, I haven't read that. Well, I borrowed that from the book. Uh, a uh -huh. future society might not be too far away. At the age of 13, there's a rite of passage. And you go to be to meet the tripods. These are giant robot creatures with tentacle arms, and they come to the cities for the ceremony. It's a coming of age. And okay. uh, you go up with the tripod. When you come back a few days later, you're not the same person you left as. You have been kept with this brain implant device, which totally overrides all free will, and you become slaves to the tripods. And uh, this one boy, he's about a year away from being 13, and he goes with his, to see his friend, see him off, because he's 13, one year older, 
and his friend gets kept like an Elon Musk brain implant that they're working on and he returns and he's not the same it's not even the friend that he knew and to make a long story longer uh, the character of the story which you can read about in the book called The White Mountains by John Christopher uh, encounters yeah. this crazy guy now sometimes the brain, the capping doesn't work and if it doesn't work they say you go insane it destroys your brain so there are some people that live on the fringes of society the crazies and this guy named Ozymandias is one of them and he has an encounter with the character of the story and uh, is he crazy or is he very alert and he tells the boy there is one place and you can go to it's called the White Mountains if you can get there there's people living they're free men out of the range of the tripods and this boy has to make decisions. Is he going to hang around for one more year till his capping ceremony? Or is he going to get the hell out of Dodge? And so he makes a run for it. And that's where the story takes place. I'm not going to tell you any more. But there's a whole trilogy of these books. And I was thinking about this concept. And um, I just said to hell with it. You know, um, we've all been through censorship. And there's more coming. Some have had a really hard time with it. But I thought, to hell with it. I'm going to go to the White Mountains of cyberspace. I've, I've moved all my digital assets under one roof. We've nuked archives worldwide. I've got it all over at Podbean right now. And um, I'm now streaming exclusively from OmegaManRadio.com. That's going to be uh, the Citadel that we're building. Now, people are tuning in tonight from my website. I control it. We've got our own iCast, iCast, excuse me, IceCast stream. Y'all let me know oh. how it's working. I've got my own chat room right on my website. Uh, I killed MixLR, Twitch. Wait a minute, what did I kill today? Twitter, Instagram, Telegram, Facebook, and YouTube Channel 7. I've destroyed all my social media accounts. Wow. And I'm going to build back better than ever before barring Joe Biden's term but <laughs> um, so uh, I want to encourage people to go to my website that's where you're going to tune in from if you want to tune in uh, 128 bit we can do higher if we need to we've got a chat room there that I control uh, so I don't have to worry about a third party um, that we build up and then they cut us off the legs because we talk about Trump or COVID-19 and I'm on Substack now now it was Michael that told me about Substack. Michael, I'd never heard of that until you mentioned it to me a few months ago. And uh, it was last year, actually, because uh, it's been about a year since I set up an account. And I just, I tried it out. I let it go dormant. And then I came back to it because a lot of other people were, were posting on it. And I thought, let me try this again. And let me tell you something I found. You follow me so far, audio coming through? Oh, yeah, very good. Um, uh, it's like having a MailChimp account. Uh, or a constant contact that people use to build a database and you know and send their email blast out. Except uh, with those, you can be deplatformed. De I had a mail uh, chimp account one day; they just terminated me with no notice. When I sent out an email uh, alert to tell people to pray for Trump that the election was in the process of being stolen, bam! They killed my account. You've told me that WordPress.com has censored people. Uh, that is true. Discord has censored people. 
Facebook and YouTube, we know what they do. We've all experienced that if you've been in podcasting for a while. But uh, Substack is pretty cool. I, I can send a blast out. It goes out to everybody immediately. It gets picked up by the search engine, which is pretty cool. And apparently you can talk about whatever you want. You know, if that, that uh, uh, Pulitzer Prize um, author, reporter, I guess that's what he was, broke the story on America and Norway blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline, just as he had broken up the store on Mylau and uh, waterboarding torture over there in the Middle East. Um, he's still running, as many people are that are making the jump to Substack. So I'm loving it, man. And I decided Substack is going to be my official platform for anything I want to put out, like a, a post to hell with Facebook. I told them to, to go to hell when I deleted them, basically. Um, yeah. And then uh, YouTube? YouTube is dead to me. I put everything I want on Substack on my own website. We got two Podbean accounts. Now, we did go through a little crisis this weekend. Um, I hit the limit with Podbean, and uh, I didn't know if, if I was going to have to look for another. And then I got a hold of them, and they said, hey, what do you need to get you through the month? I said, I need about another 18 uh, gigs of storage space. So you got it. And uh, we're going to have to upgrade to a, another tier account come next month. Uh, but um, it looks like it's going to be smooth selling from here. Podbean, I'm really liking them. Spreaker is another good option, of course, out there. Problem with Spreaker for me, though, is that they uh, they bought out Blog Talk Radio, and both of them gave me a little bit of uh, grief when I was trying to get rid of my last account. So I don't know if I'll go back or not, but maybe they're okay as a backup. But um, I, I said all that to say this. I brought all the digital assets under one roof. Now, Michael, we've done over 10,000 shows. Um, this week is our birthday on the Mega Man Radio. We turned 13 years old. Hello. Woo. Praise the Lord. But uh, I created a new podcast called The Omega Man Reloaded, and I'm remastering all shows from episode one going forward. Now, it will take me 15 years to do it because I'm only doing two a night. <laughs> you do the math, 10,000 shows take you about 30 years to do one a night, but uh, I cut it in half, so I'm doing two a night. But, you know, it's, it's basically a new podcast, Michael. Most people tuning in today have never heard of uh, 10,000 of the programs we've done. And so, what do you do? It came to me one day. Release There's so many. Release it as a new show, a podcast, bro. It's brand new to billions. I mean, yeah, there's some out there that says, I've been with you a while, but even you haven't, folks that have been with me for a long time haven't heard them all. And there's billions of people on the globe who have never heard them. So I thought, I'm remastering a Michael, releasing them called... I got the name from The Matrix Reloaded. Remember that series? Well, I call it The Omega Man Reloaded. And uh, bam, I'm loving it, man. I'm, I'm finding all kinds of cool goodies in there every time I master a show. Throw it up there. You can get those. It's a brand new podcast for you out there. We've got all our new shows going on our feed at Podbean. And uh, bit by bit, we're stabilizing thing now, plotting the course going forward. But uh, we are going to uh, be uncensored, talk about what we want, We've got to build our audience back up. It's small. But, uh, folks, what you can do is you can sign up to alerts over at Substack, share the information. Uh, now you only have to go one place to tune in, one-stop shop. And um, 
there we are. I'm not going to kiss the buttocks of um, big tech anymore. Why do it? To hell with them. Um, they, you know, I'm going where I'm treated best. And everybody's always said, well, if you don't like it, create your own platform. So that's what we're doing. And uh, yeah, sooner than later. And uh, we'll see how far we go. You know, if God's in it, we'll grow. Um, phase two will be we're going to set up a, a dedicated server on offshore location, probably Malaysia with Shinjiru, for those that are interested in that. Because um, we've already caught wind, many have, that the next wave of censorship is inbound. They're going after podcasts now uh, with some new EU regulations, and even America is going to do it. And um, the goal is to basically capture podcasts, Michael, and put them in the Warsaw ghettos, except these are cyber. Spotify is trying in the corner of the market. Apple delisting people from their podcast index. And many already know this, like Adam Curry, and that's why they're building Podcasting 2.0 and these value-for-value value services. But, you know, um, it's almost become a walled garden in the world of podcasting. Many of these platforms, and uh, they'll run advertising on some of them, uh, on your podcasts that maybe you're hosting with them. And I said, to hell with that, man. Um, nobody's going to tell us what to do. We're going to obey the Lord, follow Him, and um, if you want to follow what we're doing, go to OmegaManRadio.com, as I mentioned. You'll find everything you need there. Okay, that being said, um, we're excited to be here tonight with uh, Michael Basham, and uh, Michael, if you have not heard him speak before, he is a fellow podcaster, uh, internet evangelist, uh, he is a uh, host of Spirit Wars. He's also got Stranger Clock Broadcast. Go find him at uh, faithbucks.com. And um, he, you can also find him over there on Spreaker and TikTok. Michael, you want to open us up in prayer? Sir, yes, sir. Hallelujah. Wow, you're speaking my language. I just praise you, Lord, for Shannon and for his amazing audience. And just for the honor that he's given us in a time when people are so discouraged, when there's such a accusation against God's people, that we have each other to uphold each other's arms and to find more warriors, Lord. It's always a few people that, that really follow you. Narrow is the way. And I just praise you for his courage to do what he just did. I'm just, my brain is exploding with ideas now and we ask for your angels to be in the show to just cancel out anything that is not of you, any hindrances audio-wise, and for everybody listening to receive a new anointing today. And we lift up our brothers and sisters that are just in the fight, that we're all losing people left and right, and there's the trauma, and we're just in PTSD mode, but we're going to go forward, and we're going to even have jokes to share. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, bless you, Shannon, and uh, that was so cool. Brother um, Michael, that you did that. That's some guts. Brother, yeah. what's even cooler is as you're praying, I'm looking at the live stream. Brother, we're do, we're doing 4X right now, live than what we were doing with MixLR uh, on Friday. And I also want to so say this. To look at, if I share the link, OmegaManRadio.com, and then can I see any... Um, Holy cow. Any... We got, uh, we got 70 live listeners right now. <laughs> now that's that's pretty good 
uh, for 12 years, we usually average about 25 people. I mean, that's sad, but that's the truth. And then most people get the podcast. But I'm not, I'm not joking. We've got uh, 4X what we normally get. Um, I also want to say this. Uh, thank you to Steve Quell. I sent him an email the other day, and uh, little did I know he was going to put it up on his uh, wall. And he did, and I began to get all these people hitting the post. We had over 2,000 people read, read the uh, post I put about underwater warfare. Because um, a few weeks ago, the uh, undersea water cable got cut over here, Michael, in Bali. And, Interesting. Uh, uh, my internet went down to uh, the rate of about 300 baht over the weekend. I was having flashbacks from 1985, bro, uh, before the internet wow. on a dial-up modem. And uh, literally was cut. I even confer- I've confirmed it multiple times. Alex Jones is talking about uh, Russia reporting they're going to start cutting cable. Of course, this is between China and America, and so one of them cut it, I think, probably what happened. And um, even today, we're still battling with it. Somebody cut the main cable between Bali and Singapore. Now, we're, we're broadcasting tonight, so it's not all completely down. There are multiple circuits, but I did an article on that. Steve Quell posted it on his wall, and people begin to go over and begin to get some new subscribers as a result. So, hey, kudos to Steve Quell. I want to thank him for uh, putting that's that up Steve on Quill. his wall. Go ahead. Yeah, that's really good. See, that's what that's what I'm talking about, man. I'm just so so proud to be with you guys and humbled because you know we need more leaders right now. And when you look at the um, the gulags of social media everybody in there is depressed people are spying on each other and looking digging up dirt and just wasting time nobody nobody does anything really productive on there anyway and facebook banned me for just making fun of the lockdowns and saying it was nazi and uh getting pretty viral with a picture of hitler with the swiss alps behind him and saying did you turn in your neighbor you did right thing it was a very viral meme and they didn't like it for some reason mark zuckerberg was really mad he's like how could you say that what i'm doing is like hitler i'm going to ban you so Dude, you are one of the new leaders out there uh i'm just so excited about what you're doing in the world of podcasting you're getting some of these awesome interviews and um brother i think it's time to promote you i'm going to go ahead and give you the rank of colonel tonight um <laughs> oh, battlefield right. promotion so Go ahead and get ready to make your avatar and put that colonel rank on there. You've earned it, brother. Full bird colonel. God bless you. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Shannon, very much. I have a real army chaplain listening right now, and I'm kind of like assistant chaplain in the, from Iraq and, Iran, and Afghanistan. <laughs> oh, but he likes the idea of our show, which is the spirit force. And, you know, I've met so many soldiers, real soldiers, they joke around. They might be like going through absolute pain, but they'll still manage to grimace out a joke in the middle of all the war. And um, this is a war, guys. And you guys listening, you're not just um, an audience. You are being drafted. And you need to share these shows. You need to talk to people about Omega Man. I mean, I talked to my uncle who's in charge of Derek Prince Ministries, and he told me, with pride oh we have one guy here tonight he was on omega man radio i was like really <laughs> yeah jim croft oh wow jim croft yeah cool we got to talk to, i got to interview his daughter so you're getting out there man but here's the thing you're getting out there where it counts 
you're talking to the leaders and the trendsetters. I mean, Steve Quayle was just on Alex Jones. These guys are really, they've been fighting for so long and they've kind of done their job. And I've always believed that after InfoWars done its job and people have warned people and warned people and warned people that then the spiritual army is going to arise. And that's the spirit wars that we are going to be doing things in the spirit realm. We are already, but that's going to be more of a thing and less like, Oh, red pill, red pill, red pill, which I like, you know, I'm still weaning off of those red pills. So is Shannon sometimes, but there's a new army arising. Um, I just got Holly Baglio to take my microphone whenever I'm doing shows with you. Other, uh, really, really anointed men and women of God. And some of them are newer Christians. And I just want to kind of give them <clears throat> a chance to train because I notice whenever you honor somebody like that, they get boosted. They feel like they're part of a team and then they can start being more effective too. So it's all a team effort guys and um, follow omegamanradio.com bookmark it, go there regularly. Shannon, I have a question. Um, so after today's broadcast, is there an MP3 that I can download somewhere, yes. or am I going to uh, need to figure out something else? Like, do you have the archives of your own shows of MP3s daily? Oh yeah. So what I what I did is I used to be on uh, used to use Blog Talk and SoundCloud as the main hubs, and they would feed the RSS feeds. What I'm using now is Podbean, P O D B E A N dot com. And I have two channels there. Podbean, by the way, has an app if you want to listen that way, or you can go right to the website. Uh, it's it's on my website, but it's uh, omegaman.podbean.com and omegamanreloaded.podbean.com. Two different channels. Um, I'll take the day, today's show like last week's, and after we're done, I'll upload it to Podbean, and it's right there as an MP3. Oh, great. Okay, so, I, I wasn't sure because I couldn't find it last week. So yeah, <clears throat> I didn't broadcasting it live on fringeradionetwork.com so oh it yes it's fine. Uh, and i just it's the audio and, and just scroll down and uh, i'll send you a link to the last program also if you didn't find it um new site but it uh it's it's pretty easy to find once you know where, where to go and look for it okay good it's kind of like apollo 13 how like the astronauts are using bubble gum to patch up things as they're in space and you know maybe gonna die and trying to figure everything <laughs> out. that's how i feel doing shows like okay we've got rick joiner coming on the show and oh no the computer the microphone broke quick reroute the phone ah it's Dude. exciting though there's a high that you get doing it one time i had uh, steve quill on tom horn chris putnam and I want to think there was a fourth one, but I know those three were there and uh, trying to handle them all delicately. Um, some didn't want to do Skype. Uh, some it was phone only. And uh, we were working with uh, piss poor internet uh, reliability with chartered cable. It's a whole other story. And man, it went bad. <laughs> Tom Horn was not a happy camper, but that was also the program that he broke a story on um, the Pope. And um, it became part of his book. So, you know what? Hey, praise God, you know, uh, these things are less than perfect. And uh, even tonight, we could uh, experience experience a, a, a blackout. Who knows, man? We're hanging on by threads over here with the Internet. But there we are. That's what makes podcasting exciting. And, Michael, you can talk about anything you want. Um, I do want to say one thing, though, that I think the White House is being a little bit hypocritical. And so no. are Black Lives Matter. Everybody's about color and race 
inequality and you know tearing down statues you remember that when they were ripping down statues oh yeah uh, I have a bone to pick with Biden uh, don't you think the term White House is racist shouldn't they change that and change it to the Brown House and we can honor the gays who go through the back door I'm just saying White House shouldn't they change the color of that back to you take it away yeah. Oh man. I'll miss the focus after that image. Um, Dude, let's start well, a petition. We we can we can go there for a second. Yeah, finish what were you saying? Demand the government change the name of the White House. Come on. That's the racist thing you can have. Why is anybody talking about that? Back to you. <laughs> well, it's pretty obvious that the um the LGBTQ pedophile flag and by the way guys you made it halfway through demon month congratulations i um invite everyone to a toast pick up the uh beverage of your choice and enjoy responsibly and let us raise our glass in triumph that we and we should also wipe our swords the black bile of the guts of the demons we should wipe them off and just enjoy our fellowship tonight because this is, or today, wherever you are, it's, I'm, I, it's noon over here. But because this not this is not normal Pride Month or whatever, gay marriage, we talked about this last, last week. Um, but that flag is at the same, same uh, height as the American flag. And it's hoisted right there in the front, boldly, like some weird alien takeover movie. That, yes, we are here, we have taken over, um, you know, th- that's what the enemy does. They put their flag right there at the same level or above your flag. So that's something that we need to be of and realize that they're going to go into overdrive using even the, get as much into the spirit as we can into, um, as much as we can into the scriptures today, because... Uh, am I am I off here? Yes, no, we're still here. No, you're still live. You're good. We're still live. Sorry, I just want to double check. Um, and I apologize if there's notifications. There's just the internet is just trying to distract us. But we we have a lot of scriptures to go through. A lot of biblical. It's so important that we don't get distracted again by just eating red pills all day. Like you wouldn't eat candy all day, um, or vitamins all day. You would actual food and it says that i regard thy precepts as precious more necessary than my food it's more precious and important to imbibe the word of god regularly the enemy throws all he has against that all he has and don't trust your little phone app bible app get a whole bunch of bibles put them everywhere have a little pocket bible in your purse or backpack have them in your glove compartment have them in the bathroom put scriptures everywhere if you can i move a lot so i haven't really gotten my house uh that much in order but oftentimes i'll just write down scriptures in japanese chinese to practice my language i'll put scriptures on the mirror in the bathroom my mom was always really good at that and it still is but we need to stay in the word of god and realize that this is a war the enemy wants you to lower your shields of faith and lower your sword of spirit and just get so demoralized by transvestites stripping in front of the white house i mean it's just 
not sexy to see a woman who chopped her boobs off and a dude that, you know, got butt injections, prancing around, fake boobs, all that, just making everything putrid and perverted. And it's to demoralize the country, guys. But we have to focus. We can't get distracted. This is not about trans rights or people that have uh, gay fetishes and whatever. I mean, that's I have friends that are into that and whatever. I mean, it's just keep it in, keep it private. Don't put it all over your social media. Um, pray for Jeffrey McCall. Speaking of one of them, I interviewed him when he was not trans, and now he's decided he is trans again. And it's like, oh my gosh. But you know, the backsliders, you got to watch out. Don't like go and get involved with people that are backsliding thinking, oh, I can save them, I can save them. No, you pray for them and love them from a distance. Same with all the super soldier people we're dealing with now, that I've been dealing with for a while. A lot of people you just love from a distance. They've been in the uh, the super secret space program, satanic um, brainwashing programs. James Casbolt and Russ Dizdar talked a lot about that. We'll get into him. But this is really a war about sacrificing children in order so that America is not defended and the people of God specifically, because there's all sorts of Americans that are Satanists and enemies of God. But I'm talking about that when um, the people of God were in a war, when it were in a, a battle against a pagan kingdom, I don't remember which exact one, but it was a very demonic spiritual war. Literally the King was losing the enemy king was losing, so he sacrificed his firstborn son, knowing that that would cause the darkness to increase in power and to take command. And at that moment, the people of God started to lose the war because of that increase in demonic energy. Well, if you're having a weird month, that's because this is a month where all around the world, with America leading it, I was in Taiwan when they um, announced gay marriage. They're saying, oh, this is great. We're going to celebrate pride, which is such a vile thing to say. And they're saying pride month is demon in the middle of that demon month. And they're talking about sacrificing children. They're literally into Satanism. It, there was an article I read on my show last night. It's like, why are all the gay pride people like obsessed with satanic imagery? Well, why do you think? Who else does that? And it's, it's about uh, us losing the war. It's about... The people of God, you can share posts about this all day and be like, ah, Sodom and Gomorrah. But if you aren't walking with God, then you don't have any power. And we have to look at these biblical precedents so that we don't just get caught up in day-to-day -day life and lose our memory. Even, even the 10,000 episodes that Shannon was talking about, that is very key to go back and listen to what the Watchmen were talking about back in the day. Listen to Henry Groover, Benjamin Baruch, Steve Quayle, all these other many names that I haven't heard of that are just brilliant, brilliant speakers that are teachers of the word and intercessors and, you know, live prayer services. And um, we're um, promoting also Don Basham and Derek Prince. I think there's some Don Basham shows way back then too, but these are kind of the old guard that are transferring to you the new torch, the new weapons for whatever God's going to do to update them today. I had a dream. I was in a war with these alien invaders that were just ridiculously hard to beat. And beside me was an angel like 50 feet tall. And I'm, I'm looking at this angel with this giant battle rifle shooting at these things. 
and of course I have a much smaller rifle, but I'm still doing my part. And I, I realized, I, I found out that my part in the battle wasn't necessarily to be the big macho hero warrior, but I had the ability to keep tabs on our, our health meter, like our, our healing level, like how much uh, healing was needed. And, and to also navigate and be like, all right, let's, let's go over here. Okay. Cover me. Let's try this area. Let's get this part for defense. I woke up from the dream. It was so vivid and, and dangerous. It was almost like a movie. So I didn't freak out. I mean, a 50 foot tall angel, pretty darn cool. It's like holding, holding like a howitzer tank uh, turret as a gun. I mean, the thing is just amazing. Uh, very kind of sci-fi also with alien invasions and stuff. Uh, and the aliens kind of looked like magic carpets. They were just bizarre. It was like AI or something. We were fighting this AI demon invasion. And um, my job was to make sure that both of our health was completely topped off. Like we were both, you know, able to fight and not because I, I checked it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like you need healing like you need. And so do I. Like we're both like almost depleted in our energy reserves here, even though we're, we're fighting valiantly. I woke up from the dream. And I mean, it went on. I have these long dreams that just go on and on and on. And I'll share some more. Uh, but I woke up and I'm like, well, what does that mean, Lord? And instantly I had this picture of where your faith is dependent on how much you imbibe the word. And of course, obedience and the, the love of God. If you're not walking in his spirit, his love, you're going to run out. You're going to run out of patience. You know, if anybody's ever been like in an abusive relationship, and you're like, no, I'll stay. I think I can change him or her. No, you start turning abusive. So that's the thing with all this out of energy at some point. And the enemy loves to do that to God's people. He loves to just remove the barrier. And so what we're seeing is the need to actually reach into the spirit, get the love, forgiveness, the energy, the power, the healing. And when you do that, it also affects your angel team. It affects the military around you of God's heroes. It, it even affects if you might be spirit traveling with, and spirit travel is biblical, with other uh, warriors, other saints. The Bible says, oh God, my goodness does not extend to thee, but to the saints who are in the earth, who in whom is all my delight. That means we have peers here, guys. You know, we can work together. We're, Shannon is kind of like, we're kind of like helicoptering this podcast this last this last every week we've been doing a show every monday uh 1 p.m eastern and for months now and, and just super i mean it's it's like i've never actually met shannon but it's almost as real as if i'm in the same room with him and i just get chills because i'm staring at a my friend left a menorah and a little mini ark of the covenant um here in the downtown base that we're operating out of and I just, you think about this, this is real. Like we're actually on, we're on the internet and we're in the white mountains. We're not even depending on social media. I didn't even get around to posting to Facebook like, hey, come join us live. Just because it's so, Facebook is so toxic now that I'd rather like text my friend or a family member and be like, hey, come tune into OmegaManRadio.com. But the, th the thing that we're doing is in the spirit realm, we're actually engaging against the demons of artificial intelligence, which is the precursor to the image of the abomination desolation. That was a mouthful. Um, we're dealing with the coming alien 
unveiling. Apparently there's like body cam footage. I haven't seen it yet, but the police were pretty freaked out in Vegas the other day when there were sightings of these 10 foot tall aliens running around trying to ride um, like lawn equipment in the backyard too. So that's always fun. <laughs> uh, we have, yeah, they were like, this thing looks technological. Let's get in this. Uh, these are very spiritual too. And I'm sure Shannon, you probably had people on your show that have talked about, you know, back in the day, like the name of Jesus stopping an alien abduction. Have you ever interviewed anybody like Jim Jordan on your show about that topic? No, but uh, I would love to. Um, I do okay. get it, an email about every other day, though, from Terry Cook about the coming uh, alien invasion. So he's sold on it. Um, are okay. we about to see the return of the uh, Genesis 6 Giants? Back to you. Well, that's what Fringe Radio Network dot com has been doing for a long time that's a um and it's so sad like people that started that a lot of them have passed on now they've been they've interviewed numerous alien ab, alien abductees and uh what was cool with the la marzuli team and you mentioned uh, tom horn they're going really strong we just had Derek gilbert on the show strange o'clock podcast with Derek gilbert big 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 name and um it's like this concept of, okay, aliens are real or something. They're not necessarily what we think they are. But the name of Jesus, when you speak out loud the name of Jesus, these things freak out. We have um, Daniel Ott's podcast, The Edge Radio AM, hilarious guy. He used to interview Lieutenant Colonel SC that would spill the, spill the beans on underground military bases like Dulce Base, pretty famous. And that they were basically essentially working with, um, the, there would be like black government, deep state government, whatever you want to call it, working with underground creatures. And these weren't necessarily all off planet, although they would go into like, oh, they're from the Draco reticular, whatever. I don't get into that very much, but, uh, but I find it fascinating. And the reptilians apparently were, and this is according to this Christian man that's been on Edge Radio a n- number of times. They would not even allow you to speak the name of Jesus, you know, how people will say, like, Jesus Christ, you know, as a curse. They would freak out if even a soldier used the name of Jesus in a curse. So it was the power of the name of Jesus, the word of God, um, to these hyper-extra-dimensional beings, whatever they are. They're fallen ones. They're offspring of probably Lucifer. Who knows what they are? A lot of them might be clones. We don't really know. But all we need to know is to quote aliens, you know, Ripley and those guys. She's like that Latino lady that's like really strong and buff. She gets this giant weapon and they're talking about the aliens and then everybody's freaked out. And she's like, I just need to know one thing. Where do I shoot? And she holds up this giant weapon. That's all you need to know. Bride of Christ end time army. Where do you shoot these things? It's through the word of God. It's through daily prayer, intercession, meditation, time spent with the Lord. I'm telling you, God has bonuses for you when you will do that. He will show you the mysteries. It says the secret of the Lord is with the righteous. The treasures of darkness, sometimes the the deep things of God, these kind of out there things that are fun to talk about. I use them to get people's attention. I don't necessarily think about this all day. For me, it's like, all right, you're going through a battle. Just start speaking in tongues, you know, 
keep speaking in tongues, keep speaking in tongues, and then praise the Lord, praise the Lord, get interpretation, hear from the Lord, prophecy. If you can, write it down. If you don't have time, doesn't matter. Keep going. You are pushing through clouds of demons wherever you go. I don't care if you're in beautiful North Carolina on the height of the mountains, you're still in a war. I would say even more so in these beautiful places like Hawaii, where we were literally surrounded by pedophiles. My wife and mother-in-law and I were crazy enough to just, let's get out of Honolulu. Let's go to Big Island, Hawaii, to the volcano. We got a house to rent. It needed fixing up. We were fixing it up, homesteading on two acres. And then one day we decided to check the sex offender registry. Oh my gosh, like every other house had some sex offender living there. Um, the corruption of the uh, the corruption of the Hawaii government and police force, people working in the government is so bad that we met a girl that was raped on camera over and over again. People in the government were covering it up, laughing at her, putting it in, sharing the video. I and mean, this girl was just, we met her, like, as soon as we stepped on the island, she she was her, like a friend of a real estate agent or something. She was going to show us a property. And she was like, I don't even know why, but I'm telling you my whole life story. And she started weeping. And she was a Christian Hawaiian girl, pretty hardy, cool, badass, you know, chainsaw wielding uh, Hawaiian Asian looking girl. But she'd been raped numerous times, you know, and you could tell the only thing keeping her together was the Holy Spirit. So this human trafficking, these underground bases, all oh, the kids in cages. Yes, I believe that's real, but it's the more uh, pressing thing right now is in your neighborhood. Look, keep your eyes open, be in prayer, speak in tongues, realize that you are bringing the light into wherever you are. Like I drive around in this beautiful town and I'm like, I feel the sense of some pressure that just hates me. And it's because we're God's invading force. And you guys know that, but I mean, we need to be reminded of this every day because the enemy is the accuser of the brethren and he will try to find one little thing. Oh, your shoelaces are untied. Oh, you know, and then, oh, got you, you know, made you look. And meanwhile, I mean, he's like, they're raping kids and he's looking for like, oh, you, you left a hair. There's a hair in your burger or something. I mean, this is the thing, like the, the trafficking again, to remind everybody, this is the middle of demon month. All right. So there is increased power on the dark side. Every time I, I talk to somebody, we're, we're losing people left and right. Friends, people on the show that I've interviewed, left and right. And it's like, what is God doing? Sometimes he's taking people out before the next, like my grandparents, Don Basham's uh, wife, Alice Basham, died just months before the lockdown started. And she had dementia and she had a, a, a long, rich life. Had she been alive and stuck in some evil nursing home... She wouldn't have understood what was going on. It would have been terrible for her. And I always knew as soon as my last grandparent passes on that then some giant thing is going to happen. And sure enough, it did. So I think there's there's a, a sense of grief, but God will give you the grace to get through your grief and just understand that the next wave is almost here. And I think this whole month is about opening the portals to hell and just letting releasing all these demons so... I mean, they are, they are here guys. You can, you can feel it, but you can also see it in people. You have to keep your doors locked, spiritually speaking. You got to keep them outside of your vicinity because they will try to come in and warp your faith and, and cause you to fear and despair. And I mean, I had Holly Baglio called me last night. She's going to do 
I, I'm just giving her the keys to my stream because she's just such a powerhouse. Baptized by Russ Dizdar, former super soldier. She claims to have been off planet and all this crazy stuff. It's entertaining. But she's a, a spiritual warrior. She's like, oh, Michael, I'm so sorry. I just got hit by this insane wave of depression out of nowhere. And I just, it's taking me forever to get, get going with doing the podcast. I look at her YouTube stream. She's, she's out there with all these depressing lowlifes on YouTube that everybody on, every other person on YouTube is a troll. And she's doing five-hour streams on there. I'm like, come on. Just come to the podcast. I'll, I'll give you my Spirit Force keys. You go, you go live anytime you want. So you're going to see a lot of Holly Baglio. She also does great interviews exposing um, the satanic underground army. And uh, she finds a lot of these. She's a survivor. So they, they tend to um, know each other, meet each other online and interview each other. There's so many people that are survivors. And, um, but again, don't get carried off with the UFO alien stuff. I'm, I'm only saying that as bait to usually try to get people interested to actually know the Lord, become Christian, a real Christian. And then you'll open your eyes. You'll realize like, well, human trafficking is going on every day all around us. You know, low life drug addicts are pimping out their kids, the pedophiles all the time. And, and that's the real uh, child rescue mission is to start. I mean, again, when you take a walk in your neighborhood, I don't care how sunny and pretty it is. It could be in Hawaii, it could be in beautiful Maggie Valley or somewhere. Just know that there are things going on behind the scenes that you don't know about, but you need to be vigilant. So again, um, Steve Quayle talked a lot about this, the Noah's Ark rainbow. Jesus said at the end of times, it will be like Noah's Ark. It will be like the days of Noah. And what happened during the days of Noah, they were, they were giving in marriage. Well, that also has to do with the fallen angels. There's a lot there. And I'm not an expert on that, but there was um, a rainbow, a sign of the rainbow indicating that God would never destroy the earth with water again. <laughs> it's like, that's like your parents saying like, all right, son, I'm never going to spank you with my belt, but you see this giant spanking spoon on the shelf. <laughs> that's because the earth is going to be destroyed by fire someday after the millennium. But what does the rainbow actually mean? There's a, um, a sense of, well, if you see Isaac Newton, there's a funny meme. It shows Isaac Newton and he's standing in this room and is studying with all of his decorator the decor the science of those days the scientists dressed up and his friend is there and he's holding and the prism is uh refracting a light beam into a rainbow and the, the joke is isaac newton turning light gay in 1742 which is a joke but what is what is the rainbow it's the actual it's the the substance of light now of course we don't usually see that you have to have a special thing maybe after a rainstorm with the sun in the right position to see a rainbow well god put that rainbow up there as a sign and what would that sign possibly mean well jesus in matthew 24 said that the end days will be the days of when the son of man returns leading up to that time so we're going into the tribulation period i believe it's a we're going to see an Antichrist arise. We'll have three and a half years of false peace, followed by three and a half years of tribulation. Well, the rainbow is being projected everywhere. You know, um, we had a great Father's Day yesterday. My dad, we got him a Star Wars mug. The only wrapping paper we had was rainbow wrapping paper for some reason. So we all gave it to him, laughed. At the Here, Dad, happy, happy Pride Month. 
like nobody in my family is pro gay marriage pedophile stuff so anyway um the, the the very interesting concept of the fact that there are other wavelengths around us scientifically i can go and get infrared goggles i can get night vision i can get uh thermal imagery there's all kinds of other things out there now too that probably we aren't even supposed to know about but if you think about radio and wi-fi and these different wavelengths uh the invisible spectrums now think about other dimensions and spirit now there is a rule that you know ghosts and demons and angels can't just show themselves all the time it's very unusual to actually if you're a christian to encounter an angel uh, face to face, I've had a few encounters, but it's very unusual. Usually, it's a it's a big emergency. And what's happening right now with this this rainbow stuff is God put a barrier to keep that crap that took place in the days of Enoch and leading up to Noah. They had fallen angels, their offspring running around. I think that's probably what the dinosaurs were. There were just giants in the land that corrupted all life, all DNA even plant DNA. What are they announcing right now? Oh, not just Monsanto. We're going to give, we're not just cloning plants. We're going to put those vaccines in the plants too. It's great. Oh, did you forget to get your vaccine? This is like literally them explaining. We're going to start putting MRNA spike protein crap in all the food. There's already commercials. And I know I hate to bring this up too. I feel like, oh, not this again. We have to talk about it, guys. That's the elephant in the room. People are dying all the time, left and right. They got the spike proteins. They got the rubber bands filling up their arteries. But that wasn't the only reason for that. There's a change of the DNA, just like in Noah's day. And the, what did they do? The giants, if you read the book of Enoch, read it. There was a corruption of the seed, even of the plants. We used to think that was just GMO engineering seed. Now they're making plants deadly poison. I mean... Oh, this nice strawberry. Oh, eat it. Oh, kid gets a stroke. You know, these buses going around with posters. Well, uh, children have strokes too, as we all know. <laughs> what? Oh, you know, kids have always had heart attacks. No, they haven't. So this is just hell being unleashed. But there's some guy, magician, waving his arm in front of you saying, No, you're not seeing this happen. No, there's nothing. Go back to sleep. Yes, and give me your children. I'm going to chop off their genitals. And if you don't, I'm going to arrest you. I'm going to take your kids away if they even say they're gay. You know, you got a little Alexa spy thing in your house. Kids are saying, Mommy, I think I'm a girl. No, honey. No, son. You're a boy. Oh, get those trans police in here. We're taking your kid. This is literally what's going to happen in California. They've already started introducing these bills, these, these laws. to take your kids to sacrifice them. And I know people that are so hopelessly just enslaved by the government and the system that they think this is a good thing. And they're going to fight to have their kids chop genitals. You know, they're fighting for pedophilia. I mean, this is the wickedness. You know what? Okay, let's change gears here for a second. And I do want to get back into the spectrums and the rainbow and what it actually is and what's actually happening, because this is a spiritual war. In, um, shoot, I actually forgot what I was going to say. Wow. I was like building that one up, man. Dude. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we're being assaulted, Michael. Uh, just um, a few days ago, uh, I almost was assaulted here in my house with some dude who decided 
he was going to spray my house with insecticide as he was spraying everybody else fumigating. And I narrowly thwarted that. And this stuff gets in your house, comes up through your pipes. We don't know what's in this chemical. But he was fumigating everybody. I got pissed off. I went out and confronted the guy. And uh, although we don't speak the same language, I made it clear. You do not spray my house. Who gave you authority? Well, everybody else wanted it. So they got their spray, but I did not. I'm looking up in the sky here on the island of Bali. I see this long, what I believe was a legitimate chemtrail. Not a contrail that comes out of the back of a jet. Uh, Chemtrail. Man, it just seemed to go on forever. And uh, I wonder wow. if that's why my son is sick right now. Uh, oh. He's, uh, uh, kids have been uh, coughing, had a fever today. And I said, Lord Jesus, we're just being bombarded. And, uh, you know, what's being put in the, the food supply, the water supply, watch the water by Stu Peters. Right. You know, I put that documentary up on my Facebook channel, which now does not exist because I killed it today. But it lasted until Facebook came around and they blocked it. And they said, uh, we will not, you know, in so many words, it it violates our community standards. This will not be shown on your channel. I mean, why? What are you afraid of, Facebook? Um, But now we can put it on our own uh, website, and I will. Um, I'm going to throw it back to you, but have you heard, have you been following this controversy with this Dr. Hotep, which says uh, he was... uh, he was bullied by Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, and JFK Jr., RFK Jr. He's the new guy who has been tapped to succeed Fauci. And he's on, I think, the board of the World Economic Forum. He, he's a vaccine scientist, diabolical-looking man. And uh, I think he's getting some pushback. And I'm glad to hear that, that people are waking up and they don't want more of the same crap going on. But that's what they want to do. The, the globalists right now, we are right now trying to find a way to get a doctor to sign off on a letter saying that my, uh, some of my family cannot be vaccinated. That's the only way I can get them into Indonesia. You've either got to come in here with two or three shots or a, a doctor to sign off on a letter. And uh, they are at high risk. Uh, from the, everybody's at high risk from this uh, blasted vaccine. And uh, without that, I will not be able to get them into this island, bro. If I go and try to come out, I cannot come back. It's one way out, no way back in. Because I have not been vaccinated, and I will not. Uh, So, you know, people are tired of talking about it, but this is what we're having to deal with. Some of us around the world, part of our daily lives, looking at the prospect of being bullied to do something that we don't want to do. And then if they couldn't get us to take the shot... They want to try to slip it into our food supply. I have no doubt, my friend, that uh, that's going to be done. But I do want to give some good news before I flip it back to you. And if they drink any deadly poison, it shall not harm them. Now, some tried to stand on that and say, well, I took the shot. That's got me covered. No, that's not how you apply that. No, no. You're tempting God. And your own life, uh, you took in your own hands. And some didn't survive. They died. Uh, but uh, what if something is poured into your drink? Like happened when I moved here to Indonesia, and there was a story not long after I arrived in 2016 of a lady who decided to pour cyanide in her girlfriend's cappuccino iced coffee. 
because she wanted her husband. And it was caught on camera, Michael. The person put liquid cyanide, or or powdered cyanide, excuse me, into her friend's iced coffee. The friend drank it and dropped dead right there. They say cyanide smells like almonds, by the way. So if you're drinking something that has a almond smell, you might want to think twice if you didn't order almond. Oh. If you didn't order okay. like almond milk. It's true. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. So many people want their almond soy latte. You would never know that they put cyanide in it because cyanide smells like almonds. But how would you know if someone slipped it in your drink? And that's still used today to kill world leaders if they can do it assassination attempt through poison well that scripture verse has got us covered and if they drink any deadly poison it shall not harm them over in Mark 16 so I'm going to stand on that word Michael and appropriate that for anything put in the food that I'm not aware of not to mention my wife has been reminding me here recently because I get slack to remember to pray over my food before I eat it you know we sanctified the food with with the word of God in prayer so, folks, um, these dastardly demons will try to even poison you if they can. So we need to stand on the Word of God and appropriate it because it could save your life. Back to you, Michael. Well, the, the Scripture, uh, thank you, and I remembered my point. It's just to piggyback off of that, is that the curse causeless shall not come. So these enemies of God are looking for ways in. It's the old fairy tale of the vampire. You open the door, you let the vampire in, they kill your family. And we as the priests of the home, we have to close that door and we have to stand in the gap. And if you don't, then, I mean, it's on us, really. I mean, the women and the children, it's the enemies trying to put the children and the women in charge of everything to lead everything. And that's, I mean, gosh, I mean, I love women and children. I'm not going to put them in the front lines of a war. Men need to fight the war. We need to fight. We need to work hard. We need to spend time with God on the mountain. For some reason, that's a constant thing you hear about going and meeting God in the mountain. I think women have a special grace. That's why they probably have their sixth sense that they, because they have the kids. And well, so I have an in-studio audience and a sleeping dog. You might hear him snoring right now. But the children are the focus and putting them in charge of everything and letting the babies, oh, let the vampire, oh, I'm your friend. You know, here I have a, an article in front of me. Uh, Russell Brand is really, really a powerful voice right now. I can't even keep track of how many heroes we have, guys. It's so cool. But look, as many as there are to listen to, if you're listening, you need to stand up and you need to be a leader because we need more because we're also losing people. Um, I actually, I told, uh, Derek Prince ministries about your, your comment. You know, I was like, Shannon says, Michael, we need more people. Or my, my guests are all dying. I'm like, don't tell me that. That's horrifying. Well, I just lost some too. It's like, you have like a 95% survival rate of coming on Michael Basham's spirit wars. I wonder what Omega man's survival rate is, but just uh, gallows humor there. I've lost track. Russell I would Brand- say probably 36 or 40 people have died. Back to you. And these are people that most of them, you know, they fought until the very end and lived very good, blessed lives, Henry Gruber. But anyway, um, we have to be in control of what our children are being exposed to. And right now, Russell Brand is putting this, just making this very 
relevant to now. Like, I mean, I can't even watch a freaking Disney movie or Transformers without being reminded of non-binary and she, him, I am Legion pronouns. We are Legion, but we are many. It's literally the pronouns that you're seeing. Michael, um, when I put out my blog today, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but uh, this is apropos. The uh, White Mountains. We're living in a climate today. Am I going to offend some of my black brothers and sisters out there? I might. You can't even say the word white mountains. It has nothing to do with white or black. It's talking about snow-covered mountain caps in Switzerland. But I begin to censor myself, and I'm thinking, I've got to explain what the white mountains are. In cyber ghetto, are people going to think I'm coming against people that live in uh, live, live Poe? It has nothing to do with your economic status or your color. I'm talking about Warsaw Ghetto. I'm making, uh, I'm making comparisons between the roundup of Jews put in these cities, these quarantine camps, where they were herded into Warsaw Ghettos with a cyber ghetto. And I'm talking about the White Mountains. It has nothing to do with the color of your skin. But this is the crazy times we're living in. And if you want to survive on social media... You can't talk about certain things. We already know this. Or you get deplatformed and thrown into jail. And now they want to cause people to think about the pronouns that they're using. We have went Planet of the Apes crazy. And I don't like this. I'm not, listen, I don't want to have to self-censor myself. Why? Why do I need to do that? I know what I'm talking about, but other people's may not. Are we not living in a crazy time? Please continue. I just had to throw that in there because uh, I thought twice about the White Mountains. I thought maybe someone's going to think I'm a uh, white supremacist when I talk about the cyber ghetto. <laughs> Back to you. Right before me right now is this article from Infowars.com about Russell Brand calling out. I haven't watched the video yet, but I'm sure it's entertaining. It's very entertaining. He's a British man. He just knows how to put things in a very succinct way. I just love it. But um, he said that Apple, a corporation that's more powerful than nations and therefore able to bias and influence laws, is pioneering new realms where reality itself may be dominated. So what you just said about the Facebook thing, well, they're moving into this metaverse with VR goggles, and it's an absolute travesty for children. They're going to be growing up in an augmented reality universe where they can basically say and show their version of reality. Have you? Have you seen these goggles yet? They're like ARVR space. It's Brand is saying how it's not a neutral domain. It's like a curated reality owned by a very powerful entity. Yes, I own, so, the, uh, I own a first-generation Oculus. Oh, cool. I mean, there's fun to play with a little bit, but, I mean, imagine wearing it all the time. Crazy. And the children, they're going to literally remove the truth it says the antichrist he will cast truth to the ground that he will seek to change signs and in t- in times and we're having this debate today about whatever trans agenda today they're already moving forward with the next thing and it's going to be so bizarre we're not going to be ready for it um i see people you know keeping their kids away from cell phones that's great you know as much as you can you are in control of your family you keep those phones out of the hands of your children um this uh the new transformers i caught my my sister and they're very careful with their kids but this is why we need to spend time with each other community family i'm like uh you know that new nickelodeon transformers show actually has the pronouns in it 
oh no, we didn't know that. Thanks for telling us. You know, because I actually have more time to look wow. at this stuff. They're they've got kids. They're like really busy. But we have to come together physically and support each other digitally outside of the gulag. I think we're still going to have the internet. I think it's going to be a lot smaller and it's going to be more smart people sharing stuff with each other via emails and substacks and phones than just sitting there brain dead with the slot machine called Instagram, you know, and it's just most of your time on there is wasted and distracted anyway. It's just, it's, it's stupid. So again, hats off to you for being a leader and a pioneer in the podcasting realm. And we need you, but what, what's happening with this, um, Apple vision pro, which by the way, the, the release of it was just kind of hilarious with Tim Cook, something straight out of South Park, Mr. Garrison, you know, because we haven't seen anything good come from Apple since Steve Jobs died. Love or hate Steve Jobs. He was an interesting person to watch when he introduced the iPhone and the iPad. It was always fun. It was always uh, amazing. And here we have this prancing, hi, I'm gay. I'm Tim Cook. Oh, yo, anyway. And it's just it's like he was a caricature of himself introducing this new device which is coming out it'll it'll be here sooner than you think which literally traps you in hell like you have this thing like the face hugger on your face to quote aliens again that's like inserting the larva that's going to grow and burst through your stomach and kill you and eat your friends i mean this is the face hugger all you need is to reintroduce mask mandates and you won't even see anybody's face anymore you'll just have people walking around with goggles all day and their mouths and nose covered do you know for those so, masks, the, I'm talking the goggles, the Oculus, now the new one uh, from Apple, uh, it literally fools your brain uh, exactly. into, into believing that you are in that uh, virtual reality. What nobody knows is what permanent damage can be done to your brain the longer that you're in it. So uh, I had seen this, I had uh, demoed it at the mall, they, they had some cool games over there, so one, one day I went over there and and just tried it out. It was cool as heck. Uh, I said, man, this is amazing. And uh, you know it's not real, but your brain is making you think that it is. And so I, I broke down about, this was two years ago. I bought an Oculus, and uh, I saw this one demo game where you could actually box. So I had the idea, Michael, that I was going to get the Omega Man workout in because I, you know, you get sedentary if you're not careful doing so many programs. And last year I was doing, uh, two years ago, I was doing 12 hours a day. So I said, man, I got to get out of this chair. Maybe this will help me. So I thought, I'm just going to put those Oculus goggles on every day and go to workout uh, boxing. And man, huh. I tried it. Cool as heck. And you get a real workout fighting this guy in an augmented world. Just, you know, like you can fight different boxers. In the olden days, we used to do it on the Nintendo. You remember those old games? They had the boxing and they had, you could fight Mike Tyson. This goes way back. And then, of course, they had the other game system that came along even better. But this is a whole new thing. But I did it. And uh, I'm just looking around and thinking, what is this doing to my brain? And so uh, I put it in a box, and I haven't used it ever since. We don't know the answer to that. What will happen when they begin to put this on and wearing it for several hours a day? Could it do brain damage to the kids and uh, let us not forget also Peppa Pig, which is very popular. One of the players in there is a yoga practitioner. And I saw that as my oh. kids love to watch Peppa Pig, but they're teaching them how to do OM with their fingers and worship Kundalini. Back to you. 
Yeah, I, in my house, I call it peppered pork. Ooh, good pepper. What did you got today? I want to get to the burger. And they always make fun of the dad. And they, you know, that's typical. I didn't know there was anything negative. Uh, I just can't stand that show. It just drives me nuts. But that's interesting. Um, so here's a here's one thing that comes to mind, and it's really the the spark of who we are in God as creative beings. And as we were all children at some point, all of us, and we all had some part of our innocence stolen from us, whether it was in school or maybe a bad home life or something, a bully. Well, what was happening today, and I use a, a little bit of a less freaky concept of just playing with legos you know i god talks to me through dreams a lot with legos i see legos meaning like the keys of the kingdom and the building blocks of building in the spirit easy just clicking little lego pieces together and making anything you can imagine well when i was uh 13 14 just growing out of legos i tried to stretch it out as long as i could by doing stop motion animations with them we used to make these like 15 hour long to record just a few minutes of stop motion with our Lego sets. Cause we had all of these cool Legos, but we used to use our imaginations and then Lego came out with like Lego star Wars and Lego Harry Potter and Lego this and Lego that. And it was like Indiana Jones. And it was like giving, it was, re- it was removing the creative element out of the Lego set. It wasn't any longer like a kind of a, a neutral block thing that you could create something out of or like try to struggle to build a tie fighter from star wars they already made new pieces and i was so upset i was like this is so lazy and it's just ruining your childlike creativity it seems like a small example but where they're going with ai is children who who need to be bored children in their little environment you'll see them make up stories and imagine and like they're having a conversation, hopefully not with like a demon, you know, they, sometimes you got to keep an eye on that. It's like, come on, Sonic, let's go over here with Mario. Oh, Sonic, you want me to kill my mom? No, you know, that kind of thing that can happen. So pay attention to your kids. But the creative, where I'm going with this is the creative spark that when you get back to Jesus said, unless you be converted and become as little children, you shall in no wise enter into the kingdom of heaven. So you've got to be able to tap into that creative spark of God, to quote Optimus Prime, the all spark, that you can literally build and manifest anything. You know, I've got a contractor in front of me, and he can build anything with his hands. It's freaking crazy how people can just do magic with the tools that, that um, human ingenuity has built. And while Satan is pushing you down and pushing you down and accusing you from the, it says day and night he stands before the throne of God accusing the children of God day and night there's going to come a time when the accuser of the brethren is cast down and that is a time um, marking the beginning of the tribulation period and he will possess the beast and the beast will receive the power of the dragon it's just all this these crazy prophecies that are coming true and when that happens there's this mysterious verse that says now because the accuser of the brethren has been cast down who accused them before God day and night power and authority and strength and glory and all these great things are coming to the people of God, the saints who are in the earth. And at that moment, the cloud will be removed. 
that thing that's like like try writing a movie script with somebody behind you screaming that you're a mother effing loser retard you can't you can't think straight in that environment a lot unfortunately a lot of people that's their home life um, unfortunately why do you think we can't create anything new why is the only new thing is like the most evil vile um piece of technology that's going to steal children's imaginations and creativity this new vr thing because satan fears you he fears what you can create when you sit down when you get bored enough you know and you you kill the flesh enough so you're not warped in the flesh and all the lust of the flesh and the, the pride of life and all the things that god hates that you're able to then start to create with god and sometimes it might be through dreams that's why i do pay a lot of attention to dreams i think everybody should that's biblical sometimes it'll just be through some random thought that you'll get that's like that's weird and then but if you are in a dialogue with god he will speak to you out of the blue read the bible look at all the crazy creative miracles you know, throw a stick onto the river and it made the axe head float up. Now throw the fleece and if it's wet the next day, then send your 300 men, Gideon. I mean, lay the dead boy on the bones of Elijah the prophet. All these weird random things. God telling his prophets, okay, go marry a prostitute now. <laughs> you know, eat poop. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, what? These are literally examples in the Bible. The miracles Jesus did, the multiplication miracles, which I think we're going to start leaning into things that alter reality and the laws of physics. Walking on water, uh, not levitating to freak people out, but maybe there's a, I mean, haven't you heard those miracles where somebody's like a Christian is praying and she's driving through an intersection and suddenly a truck is like running a red light and boom, her car goes through the truck and nothing happened. I mean, she literally teleported or something. These kind of things, we're going to start leaning into them, but you need to be in prayer. You need to be focusing on the spirit. Again, spirit travel is biblical. God can show you things. Sometimes he'll, he'll show you something like the two angels in Sodom and Gomorrah. So there is a value in, you know, looking at this stuff to a certain extent, but then you need to go back and rejoin, regroup, recharge in heaven, get cleansing, wash in the water of life, and the water of the word. But you know, the witches, and we interviewed um, the guy that ministered to Anton LaVey's daughter. They use child sacrifice. They will literally kill a chicken and use its blood as a portal. They do all kinds of yucky, weird things. Portals through drugs, portals through wrong sexual things to, to spirit travel, to remote view, to astral project with their spirit cord and the silver cord. Uh, that stuff is all real. You know, I've actually glimpsed mine once. It was weird. It was like a floating umbilical cord thing. It was just the weirdest thing ever. But it's illegal for Christians to rely on that stuff. Kundalini, your chakras, your auras. This all gets into new age. But we're going into a place where we're where the where the witches end, where we begin. Where the witches get to the ceiling and they can't go any further because there's silver cord, which Anton LaVey got his silver cord cut by one of our guests on there. And, that, and that's another reason we've had so much warfare. We keep interviewing these deliverance pastors that have actually like Holy spirit told me to cut the silver cord of Anton LaVey. Boom. He died. And, and then his daughter tried to also do it and they threatened her. And they're like, you really want to mess with us? You know, I got these scissors right here. And you know, 
she just she decided to get out of there in a hurry but we're we're the um the concept of creative walking in the spirit getting things done in the spirit war spirit force it, it does come to being kind of reconnecting to your child innocent self before you had any of that crap that the world threw on you and you started to think that oh math is horrible like i remember being a kid going to school thinking wow social studies history science biology cool and after two weeks i hate social studies i hate biology i hate every moment in this prison and that's on purpose uh there's another funny meme about isaac newton it says isaac newton died a virgin it has a picture of isaac newton with his hair and everything and then it says underneath that's what you get for inventing calculus you know they they made us hate these subjects but when you can come back into that innocence where you forget all the trauma all the darkness all the demons all the you're no good you're never gonna amount to nothing you know those parents that never love their kids because they want to toughen them up well god ain't like that you come back into that realm and that's where the children of god we're going to be creating stars and galaxies we're going to be terraforming planets every skill that you're learning in your life every language that you've learned I learned too. Can't even find the time to use them hardly. We're going to be using that for all eternity in, in this vision of humanity expanding. But do you want to just be a normal meat sack human being that's like a uh, slave to your passions and the flesh? Or can you Galatians 2.20 be crucified with Christ and start living out of the spirit by faith? Literally, like if you increase your faith and you live by the spirit, you live by faith, and your life is going to look really weird to people that don't get it. They're going to be like, what is wrong with you? What kind of financial mistakes have you made? You're just going to be living by faith. You're going to be walking like the wind. You don't know where it came from, where it's going. Just like, and I've met other people like that. And I, we nod at each other and we keep going. It's just so cool to have friends like that. And I believe it's discipleship. But if you start living out of that resource, God is going to start giving you little tiny glimpses into what the kingdom realm actually looks like. As hell beneath is opening, I talked to an intercessor uh, the other day who needs prayer, by the way, Juanita. She is the intercessor for Derek Prince Ministries, and she told me in a hallway at a conference that there are these new vampire sex demons leech things that are that are going to start coming. And I believe they're already starting to show up because of the amount of poopy flags that are being flown everywhere and celebration of people putting their things where they shouldn't put them and of course the the decimation of children and innocence very emblematic to have apple company which was so like oh it's so innovative it's so cool it's so new turn into tim cook is gay and buy apple 15 or whatever and now our final new thing that is probably the only thing they've ever made in like 15 years that's interesting is going to literally trap you into a world of hell and no more imagination and whatever they show you you see we need to rip this these matrix cords off and start operating from the spirit realm you've got to get back to that innocence with jesus the blood of jesus cleanses us from all sin you have to come daily repentance whenever you can take communion and get around positive people that that recognize the the things that you have that are potential and then pay that forward because everywhere I go, I meet people that are just walking through the darkness and they're, they're lost and they're afraid and they're jealous and they're just 
there's spirits that they find a wound on someone and they fester there like flies and they start laying their eggs there. And pretty soon that individual is totally demonized. So we need to go around as healers. Again, some people love from a distance. I've talked to people that have been abused in so many horrible ways that, I mean, even to be around them, you can kind of get infected. Like if you talk to, for example, somebody that's got really bad depression, um, unfortunately in Taiwan, towards the end of my my tour in Taiwan, we uh, found that the mission work had become so corrupted within through infiltrators, pedophiles, whatever. And the women were being abused and our house became like kind of a safe house for some of these abused women. And the mother had depression like so bad that if I went and talked to her for more than a few minutes, I started to like go into despair mode because I was all also dealing with some trauma and it just hit me. Like we, I've got to go a lot. I've got to go do a podcast with like a, a preacher guy or something. Now I got to go call my friend who's like ex military. Who's, who's a spiritual warrior. You, you, if you only spend your time with depressed people and you try to save them, you're going to get sucked in. And so this is a very important thing that I learned doing mission work abroad. And now here, I guess, is that you need to find people who are in the fight who are not going to just like unload their despair on you as well. And sometimes you'll just have to walk out of the room, especially if there's like a, a spirit. There's, it says, do not make friends with an angry man or you will learn his ways. Um, there's something to just dropping it. Like just get, The atmosphere is, is too toxic. You know, move forward. Very true, Michael. The spirits will jump on people. Uh, even through music. I remember living in Gainesville, Georgia, where we started Mega Man, and I would go out for lunch. And yeah. I would be in a great mood. And I would go to a particular restaurant where I liked this uh, special lunch package they had. And they always had uh, like Oasis music on there. I think that was the group, Oasis. And it's some of the most okay. depressing music to me. And it wasn't long after I was subjected to the restaurant music, which I didn't like, couldn't do nothing about except get out and walk out, which I didn't, that all of a sudden my mood changed. Or I would find myself going into a Publix grocery store. And I'm doing great, but they're playing something over the air which just affected me spiritually. And all of a sudden, it was like a transference, a dark cloud, depression would try to hit me. And I'm thinking, man, I didn't ask for that. But that just shows you how the enemy works, and even through people. And uh, they'll dump their garbage on you, of course, and the spirits will jump off of them and transfer over. Transference of spirits is very real. We've got to be on guard. Back to you, Michael. Well, there's a vision uh, that Cat Care literally saved my life once. It was one of the most vehement spiritual attacks I'd ever seen. In 2015, around 2014, um, I was dealing with someone that was literally like trying to kill me. It was very, very vile, and it wasn't her fault. It was just a lot of demonic things that were going on. Heidi Baker had just come to Taiwan, unbeknownst to me. But I was up late just wrestling with this demon that was just trying to rip my spirit apart. Very powerful thing, too. I knew it was like the most... It was, it was like I felt in the spirit, like you could just sense this demonic attack aimed at your throat, and they were doing everything they could. And uh, 
I put on uh, cat care who you know, pe- some people might not like. Some people might not care for cat care, but I like her. I don't know what she's doing these days, but back then oh, she had all the kinds lady of with the little name tag that says I don't do demons. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, pink. There's pink. another one that has that. Um who's that guy? He kind of he's got the long hair. Um he's a prophet. What's his name? Uh, I'm Robin not. Bullock. No, not Robin. Yeah, Robin. No? Bu- Robin Bullock. I noticed he's okay. wearing the same name tag. Is there an underground cult that you can get a membership in, and you get to wear the name badge that says "I don't do demons"? What's up with that? <laughs> I don't know, but she had a really interesting vision that saved my butt, and she was like, "All right, look, if you're in a relationship, for example, with somebody that's losing it, she's like, I saw this demon that had a human." face human head and a spider body little thing and it would jump onto the shoulders of one person whisper in their ear what to say and then it would jump on the shoulder of the other person and then whisper in that person's ear what to say and pretty soon you got two people that are having a demonic conversation channeling the same weird little spirit to just destroy you know the peace in the home or whatever this thing she said look you need right now to stand outside your door and point outside and command everything in there to get out in the name of Jesus. This is how she kind of talked about it. Whatever. And I'm like, that is the freaking best advice ever. So 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, I go up, open the door of this apartment in Taiwan, Don Shui, Taiwan. Bunch of demoniac people in there too, by the way, that they were not following God anymore. But, you know, my little daughter was in there and I needed to figure out what was trying to kill me. I pointed my finger out and just quietly took authority in the name of Jesus, you know, claimed who I am in Christ, and I commanded, okay, whatever is not of God, I, as priest of the home, command this out of this house. Went inside, felt a lot better. I think I watched a movie, and then it was dawn. I had to go to Taipei that morning, so I went down with my backpack. I was still in school, and waited for the first bus to arrive, and then I noticed all these ambulances and police cars, and um didn't know exactly what had gone on but went on to go through my day and you know didn't sleep the night before but i took a little nap and then we had a fellowship of gathering of guitars and um, missionaries one of them who by the way moved just 20 minutes from me uh named justin he was one of the guys that day that was just uh really just a wild great man of god anyway i find out via phone when we we're in this gathering later that night that the night before at approximately the moment that i had pointed my finger out of the door and commanded that demon out or whatever it was it was if i felt like it was a fallen angel i felt like it was something very very powerful that at the same exact time in the same exact apartment complex just across the street from there but in the same complex was a missionary kid who had just gone insane he had become suicidal he was cutting his wrists blood all flowing down the stairs where he'd going up and down the stairs 18 floors and then he jumped off the building wow and it was at that very moment i believe that demon that was being summoned by this suicidal kid poor kid you know he was just really really um messed up that that demon that was trying to kill me it jumped into him and he jumped off the building. He already wanted to die. And they actually got Heidi Baker to come and pray for him, lay hands on him. And he started to get warm, this mangled body that they found in the bushes. 
but he what Heidi said was um, he doesn't want to come back. So this is this is the spirit war, guys, and you need to listen to these men and women of God who give you the keys. Robin Bullock, Prophet, uh, Heidi Baker, some great words, but I don't always uh, jive with everything these people say. Um, well, I have an issue. You know, I'm not with what you said because I think that was spot on advice, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Kerr from Adam, so I don't know what she was like before. All I can go on is by what I've seen, and I have an issue that she says. They have movie theaters in heaven, and Elvis was doing a private concert for Jesus. And there's like, uh, I mean, some weird stuff up there that she says she's seen. I have a real problem because Elvis died on the toilet, and he was reading a book on astral projection and uh, zodiac sex. Oh. Now, that was by wow. one of the guys who was uh, found him on the scene, uh, a, a medical doctor. There were many that found him on the scene. As he fell off the toilet, apparently he was having a heart attack and he was trying to get back over to uh, Ginger and get some help. He didn't make it. And he went down on the ground, almost bit his tongue off, and they said when they flipped him over, uh, his face had turned uh, to another color. He almost looked like a black man. Now, that was some of the testimony, but I was interested what was Elvis reading on the toilet. And there was one report that said he was re reading a book on the historical search for Jesus, and I thought, well, maybe he's coming back but that was a fabrication it was actually a book on astral projection and zodiac sex like tantric sex I think was actual and uh, and then Larry Geller his hairstylist is the one that actually uh, took Elvis into uh, studying the occult heavily he had a big chest that he would carry around and it had his books that he read, read. and many of them were occult books he would hand them out as gifts so that poor guy I don't think he's in heaven. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope as he was having the heart attack that he called on Jesus and repented, but I don't think he made it. How then is he up there giving private concerts for Jesus? So, I mean, I'm like, I think she's smoking some dope or something. So, now that, that yeah, sounds pretty cruel. I don't follow her anymore, but th this was like years ago, and I think there was some grace for people that were just like, you know, maybe they went a little too far. I, I don't know about Well, Elvis let me say this too. Just to be fair, just to be fair, in 2005, uh, I saw this article. Someone sent me on the Elijah list, and I've never been to the Elijah list, and I'm over there looking around. I think some people still use it. I don't know. And I saw oh, an yeah. article on battling Leviathan, okay, which was spot on, and it was none other than the dude... Uh, uh, who would hit people and say, bam, what was it? Todd Bentley. Todd Bentley. Uh -oh. This was pre-tattoos. Pre-divorce, pre running off with the lady who was a Kundalini channeler, whipping her head back a thousand miles an hour. I'm telling you, he knew what he was talking about. This Leviathan article, I still got it somewhere because I saved it. I said, man, Todd Bentley, he knows something about deliverance. And I never heard about Todd Bentley until late, much later, a couple years later, when he had his fall. How can that happen? Um, some people do start well, but that doesn't mean they end well. You did run well, but what did it hinder you? So I'm not trying to judge these people and say they never, they never had truth or they were never on course. There's a lot of people we could probably talk about mainstream who did run well, but in the end it didn't work out too well. 
Uh, does that mean that God didn't use them? No. Does that mean he can't forgive them? No. But I think we also have to be careful because there is a, a proliferation now of the New Age and occult and even infiltration of the church with some New Age stuff that's a little bit freaky. So I got a problem with some of the stuff, but I don't. I think that that stuff she, she told you was spot on, and I don't deny it at all. So I just wanted to throw that in there as I was thrown on the bus for the tag that says, I don't do demons. That actually inspired me. I was thinking about coming up with my own and, and say something like, we scalp demons in Jesus' name. I'm just <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was uh, a positive thing. I guess what you're saying is that she's she's like saying that she doesn't even touch spiritual warfare. Well, that, that's what it would mean to me is like, I don't give demons any time. I just, I don't talk to them. I don't do deliverance. You know, I just say, go away. I don't know. Well, what I do demoniacs to? that don't want deliverance. Like, I don't go around uh, dealing with drug addicts that are, you know, they don't want deliverance. I do deal with demons all the time. And sometimes the way to deal with like a Jezebel demon or uh, these different things is just don't engage them. Like, they almost go crazy because they are trying to get you into, um, they're trying to turn you into one of them. But, uh, um, very interesting. I, I, this is why it's so good when we talk, brother, because like you have all this history and knowledge, and you somehow remember it all. I can't even remember half of the people that I've interviewed, let alone what they said. And when I look at the names on my website, faithbucks.com, it's like this phone book, and I'm just like, oh, who's that? Oh, who, who is that? And I have to click, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that, oh, okay, right. And, um, you know, Chris Carter just died, and he was not the guy that wrote x-files but he used to do this cosmic clock and he would, he would be on gil hodges kingdom talks and this is a group of people that are very heavenly minded but not very spiritual warfare minded and i felt like you know I, I know there's great great people that just they didn't see it coming and it, maybe it wasn't their time i don't know um but i talked to pa paula Mangucci. She's a, a Christian mystic along the lines of like a like a Rufus Mosley, my grandfather's mentor, just keeps a good head on her shoulders, very Bible scripturally, stays in the word, but you'll be on the phone with her and she'll start getting visions and be like kind of tripping out and you're like, what is this lady on? Well, she's a prophetess. She gets visions and sometimes they come true in my life. Like throughout the years, she's like praying for me to get a car. She saw the color of it. Boom, we wow. got a car. It was the same color. I mean, little things like that, but in a gentle way, you can learn how to see in the spirit. It doesn't have to be movie theaters in heaven. I think that's kind of juvenile. Um, I used to poke at these people, Mike Parsons and Ian Clayton and Cat Care, because they'd all have different visions of heaven and they wouldn't really jive. So <laughs> it was really funny to like just go and pretend like, <laughs> well, I just believe everything and everybody. And, you know, heaven is this insane place. I'm pretty sure heaven is big enough to have things there that, uh, that we can't really fathom but we know there's streets of gold we also know that gold is a resonator or a, an, a, a conductor we know that the city of, of the New Jerusalem is the size of the moon and wow. I, I believe it's pyramidal in shape some people like the Borg cube whatever shape it is the thing is specifically measured by angels it's not a metaphor it's real and I believe we can actually tap into that city because we are all like somehow in the spirit we are all stones fit together into this city it's just the most amazing thing ever when you start looking at this stuff in the bible 
And I was given a prophecy when I first decided to join a very controversial group, the Children of God, which is why I'm like, man, we believe some of the craziest stuff. Like, I can't judge anybody anymore. <laughs> like, they did some of the most insane things um, back in the day. But God led me to them, and I got a lot of training, street witnessing knowledge, whatever. I got a prophecy from this French guy. He was a, a lawyer in the past, but he dropped out and uh, left everything to follow Jesus. And he'd been doing mission work all over the world. His name was Hugues. And he would talk about his life and his wealth in the past. He was a, an actual count, a French count. Wow. You know? <laughs> and he was like, when he talked about his past, he would be like, it was all shit. And so you'd be like, okay, cool. So he dropped out and left everything. <laughs> he came to me in a meeting, in a prayer meeting uh, in Miami, where I was busy dropping out of school and kind of saying F you to Babel on the horror and the whole system and really giving my family every opportunity to disown me because I mean, my dad worked hard to get me free college tuition. I'm like, you know what, dad, I'm going to go be a missionary. Anyway, I figured it was a good trade. You know, that's a good trade. God sees that he will bless it, whatever you put on the altar. So anyway, um, came up to me in this meeting. My dad was there too. And um, he was enjoying it. <laughs> and he said, I have a prophecy for you, Michael, and um, it is, I will make you a pillar in the house of my God, and you will go no more out of it. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Okay, that's a good prophecy. It's just a scripture, but I will make you a pillar in the house of my God, and you will go no more out of it. I want to tell you guys, and, by, and the, the irony was when we went to China, he invited me with his kids and everybody. He was the one that actually kicked me out of the mission base. So I thought that was hilarious that he was like the guy, which that's another long story. And, you know, I was uh, probably pretty delinquent too, but God used that to also get me out of the kind of one stuck in one mission field base and set me free to just basically be a roving rogue missionary and also be prepared for when the whole mission group fell apart. As I told you, there's a lot of horrible, sad things that took place. Anyway, um, the, the idea of new Jerusalem being home, I know that the earth has many beautiful places and I've been blessed to be in many beautiful places, including, you know, Himalayas and Nepal seeing Mount Everest from the airplane and wow. Going in crazy places around Asia and just, just insane India, and I've gotten to just see things. I'm like the android in Blade Runner, you know, and he's dying and it's raining and he's like, I have seen things you people couldn't imagine. And he's talking about starships burning outside of suns and distant galaxies. I feel like that sometimes. But it's not for me to toot my own horn. It's to say, look, the world is really amazing and big and also kind of small. But it's not as beautiful and wonderful as our home, which is in heaven, which is the new Jerusalem, which is going to be coming out of God as a bride adorned for her husband. And it's literally like some kind of giant energy station. You know, a lot of New Agers talk about the pyramids and the secret of the pyramids and the Sphinx and, oh, it was like a power station. Well, how about a pyramid the size of the moon that is made out of pure gold and all the circuits of the city walks this streets and the sidewalks i mean forget cat cares visions i don't even know if anybody's ever seen this the thing is a giant power station it's going to be some kind of like an interdimensional capital for humanity for god's people when 
we get all this Satan crap finished, you know, and it's going to be just literally like it's made out of all these precious stones. It's it's got space for billions and billions and billions of saints and and with a lot of property. And when that happens, Neville Johnson, a prophet that I actually really, really like, I've been posting his sermons to faithbucks.com on a, on a little Spreaker stream. He saw it as the beginning of our pioneering the rest of the galaxies into outer space, that, that this would be the crown jewel of basically God's creation, and then that's just the beginning. That's when the Bible ends, by the way, is uh, just with that vision of the city coming down. That's when that's the Testament, the, the Alpha and the Omega, of all the things that God planned, that Satan tried to ruin, but it turned into an opportunity for Jesus Christ to die on the cross. And uh, I interviewed Peter Kling. He actually lays this down really interestingly in like an interstellar vision of how that there was this giant plan to basically trap. And I mean, if you allow me to get a little Star Warsy for a second, like the dragon has been. Uh, a hindrance to all God's creation for who knows how long time since the fall of angels and that they haven't been able to figure out how to really catch him or get him contained but this this plan was hatched alongside the creation of humanity that they would create a kind of a prison planet for this fallen cherub I mean we're talking he was the second in line the second most powerful being next to God the trinity was satan okay so pretty big deal pretty hard to beat maybe don't you think well except for us one little name shall fell him but back to this vision like he saw that there was this plan to basically trap and this is peter kling by the way i think his book is out there i haven't read it but he it's great talks just really interesting you think he's new age but then he just starts quoting the bible like oh okay you're really actually quoting it appropriately um a jew from new york he saw that there was this plan to basically trap the dragon, to trap this ancient serpent on wow. the earth. That this plan involved humanity and the cross of Christ, and then finally the bottomless pit, which they would be, you know, we're going to see Satan thrown in there yes. for a thousand Legally, he still gets to be released after a thousand years. And then there's one final test and one final war. Um, this is actually what we're all in the process of seeing, guys. So when we talk about mRNA and giants and Enoch and Noah and the return of Christ and the world government and Oculus Rift and all this stuff, it's like we're a part of a giant, ancient angel war. We're kind of the new kids on the block. You know, humans, with our ingenuity, and to get back to creativity, Satan cannot create. He is not allowed to just show up and make a Mark of the Beast thing. He's using us. He used Steve Jobs to get the iPhone going. I met some of the people on the original team. They worked so hard. They skipped Chinese Christmas New Year. So sad. Wow. But they made the iPod. They made the first iPhone. It was the jerk, Steve Jobs, but Dude, smart. Guy. Why, did, why did they take the iPod away? Let me tell you something. I'm not one yeah. that wants to do everything on a smartphone. I can care less about it. <laughs> Other than I want, you know, I need to be able to get a Uber over here. They call it a GoJack, but uh, dude, I want the iPad. I want the iPod back, bro. I've hunted for these. They've like all disappeared. What was wrong with that? I love that little rotary dial with my thumb. I just want 
that little device that I can put my MP3s on. Sadly, you had to load them on there through the iPhone. I mean, through the iTunes. Um, unlike the uh, some of the other stuff that came out later. Dude, I like that technology. Why do they have to take the good stuff away? And now I think they want to take the iPhone away. They're talking about not making another one after the next one. What's the next technology they're going to come out with? I just want to throw that in there. I love the iPod, bro. Any more iPhones after the next one? Yeah, they're talking about um, they're going to discontinue it, I think, after iPhone 15. Uh, That's the talk. Now, whether or not they're talking about some other kind of device, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. I don't don't like this planned obsolescence of being herded into uh, having to use their technology and their system. You know, give, give me my computer with a big 17-inch screen. Everybody wants to jump on their phone. I don't want to look at a little tiny phone screen. What the hell is that no. about? I mean, you know, come on, man. We'll use it for text and a phone call, but give me my laptop. Don't put me on a Google Chromebook. You're trying to castrate me. Uh, but I also want to ask on another subject. Uh, what do you think about uh, nukes on Mars? There's a scientist who's been talking about this for a while. He says, I've got the evidence that there was a nuclear detonation over there on Mars, and I think it was actually Benny Hinn, where I first heard this 20 years ago. He talked okay. about the uh, the remnants of what we call what we call the asteroid belt is actually the remnants of a planet called Rahab that God destroyed because of something wicked going on there, and it just splattered it into you know rock fragments. Uh, I remember taking a long trip, 20 hours, I drove straight from Austin, Texas to Atlanta, Georgia. And the only way I was able to do that uh, drive, that's another story, is I was drinking a lot of coffee, but I was listening to an Art Bell show. And thank God for the Art Bell show. There was a scientist on there talking about the reason we've always thought the Martian planet was red, they always called it red, the red planet, was because of some of the, the little dials on the uh, screen there at NASA uh, that you could change for uh, for color tone. That's a simplified explanation of what he was doing. He said when we got it tuned in right, we realized Mars is just like looking at Arizona. There's no red sky. And now you see all the footage coming back and looks like someplace out in, in the southwest in Arizona. Where's the red planet? But the point is that these places look just like uh, planet Earth. Wouldn't right. you like to go over there and have a couple of days just to walk that surface and look for some remnants of some, some you know, some old cities? You know, some have said there were Sphinx on Mars, even maybe pyramids. This other guy, though, he says, hey, man, when the new kid over there, whoever is fighting who, you know, there was nothing left. And may, maybe right. that is true, too. I think that there were some of these angels on these other planets, you know, pre-flood, I mean, pre-atom, gap theory maybe, you know, the ancient of days. How old is the planet Earth? I think this place could be a million years old, man. We don't know. I don't believe in a 6,000-year-old Earth. I've got a friend. If you can get him on the program, you need to. Dr. Jeffrey Goodman, he wrote a book called The Comets of God. He's a converted... A Jew, he's a Messianic Jewish believer in Christ now, but he was on an archaeological archaeological dig, dig, and he discovered the famous Flagstaff uh, artifact over there in Arizona. And he had a dream 
that he was going to be on a dig, which he ended up doing, and so many feet down they were going to find um, an archaeological discovery. And they dug down, I think it was about 30 feet deep, on the side of this mountain where they were uh, looking for Native American artifacts, and he found something uh, that they uh, have said they dated probably 70,000 years. He said uh, the Native Americans were here, you know, tens of thousands of years ago. And this particular thing had writing on it that described some type of um, orbit of Venus and um, some other stuff. And it was uh, made by my hand. He said it looked like it had been wrapped in, um, in uh, uh, now, uh, saran wrap. It was so perfectly preserved, he said. It had these drawings on it. Well, the uh, the Department Bureau of Land Management, excuse me, they confiscated this thing. And they kept it locked up for 20 years. And when I met him, he had already written his book, The Comets of God. And he was able to get this thing back. And then finally, after 20 years, finished the research that he had started when it was confiscated. And an amazing discovery. How did I get off on that rabbit trail? I don't know, other than to say... Um, he believes that thing was dated at probably 70,000 years ago. I think wow. the earth is probably millions of years old. I don't think that that would run in conflict with the word of God. Clearly, there were some things going on outside of the garden. The Garden of Eden. What was on the outside? Who did Cain marry, brother? Right. How old? Yeah, I'm not in like, the Lucifer father of Cain theory and all that, but there is definitely... This I don't is mean, some really fun school talk, man. I, I really don't mean the this. serpent seed, but he believed basically that there was another creation previ- prior to Adam. There was a we know Adam was the first living soul. He said there was something before him which would be basically the Neanderthal man. Why are about seven percent of the people on the globe walking around with Neanderthal DNA? Could it wow. be during Genesis one and and Genesis one one two? Uh, that when the earth was void and covered in darkness uh, God had already destroyed this place one time wiped it out with a flood he took his presence away it was dark it went into a deep freeze that would kind of answer a lot of things that are being thought out and then let there be light and he separated the waters that covered the surface of the planet probably frozen you know where are we going to put in all those woolly mammoths uh, caught eating tropical plants over there in Siberia. Um, what if there was another creation prior to Adam, the actual Neanderthal man? I mean, it's conceivable. And then when he created Adam, that was a whole different uh, creation. Um, living soul. I don't know. But I, I do believe uh, where you're going is uh, probably accurate, which is uh, there were other things going on on other planets. And, you know, if God said, let there be light, and he put things into motion by speaking it, Unless he rescinded that, the galaxies are still being created out there. Big Bang Theory, yeah, God spoke it, and then Big Bang went into action, and the uh, universe continues to expand, an expanding universe. What's out there to be located at this point? But I'm one for, I'm kind of like, I'd like to go over there and explore Mars if we get over there. Even the moon, man. Oh, by the way, you got to get the moon man on, Bart Sabrell, if you're interested amazing amazing dude 
moon is fake or the moon landings were fake or that yeah. the astronauts lied. Yeah, absolutely. He did uh, something funny happen on the way to the moon. He's got the footage. He got it from NASA. You him? Ha! Dude, astronauts gone wild. And then he, only a year ago, <laughs> released an interview by a man yeah. that he had interviewed that he was not allowed to do it until he died. And his father was a security guard over there in a hangar where they uh, they did a Stanley Kubrick-style setup. I think, actually, uh, it was faked because uh, we needed to send a message to the Russians that if we can put a man on the moon, we have no problem putting a nuke right over Leningrad. And so they were outpacing us at every step of the way, even put a dog in space, you know what I'm saying? Satellites, first man to orbit the Earth. They, they were beating us, you know, at every point. So we just had to just stop it right there. We're going to do the ultimate thing, and if we can do this, then there's nothing we can't do to you. And I, I think, uh, of course, uh, it was faked. I don't, I don't believe it's true. We can't go back. Fifty years later, we don't have the technology. A cal- you know, a smartphone today is more advanced than anything they had back then. Even a calculator would be. Uh, I think it's all BS. Just I think, the, just like I think the World Trade Center was taken down by our government to get the American public. Like said, support. if you want to tell a lie, if you tell a lie big enough, people won't believe that you're lying. It's just too big of a lie. Well, look at RFK Jr. He's finally coming out and saying, yeah, my uh, my father and my uncle were both murdered. I believe by the CIA. Of course they were. There was a hit put on them. There's a lot. I think we've only been told, like one guy said, 15% of real history. The rest is classified and we've been lied to. Did America and Norway blow up the Nord Stream pipeline? I think we did. Oh, yeah. Who blew up the dam the other day? Everybody's blaming Russia. I think the friggin' NATO did. And uh, who are we going to believe? You know, our country has lied so many times, you can't believe anything anymore. It's sad. You know, if we make mistakes, man up, and let's just let the chips fall where they may. But we've got to the point, nobody trusts anything. And look at the, and I'll stop here, look at the greatest conspiracy of all time. A virus came out of a bat cave. Come on, man, this is the greatest eugenics project of all time that would make Dr. Mengele blush. And they've convinced many people to be their um, guinea pigs. How many people have died from the shot alone and were trying to be sold this bill of goods that, uh, you know, Russia's the bad guy? I don't think so. I think we should have let Russia and Ukraine get at the table and work things out. Um, not... I- Something about Russia in a second too, but Not yeah, obviously, I mean, Elon Musk is trying to get um, peace in Russia too. Look at everything that they did with Russia Gate, the America, uh, Hillary camp, Hillary's camp, and it oh, was yeah. all three times it was proven wrong, and now they've arrested Donald Trump. Will he go to jail? Will he be a free man? Uh, is Biden running the show? Absolutely not. He probably doesn't know his name. Who then is running the show? I do believe in real conspiracy. And I believe that we're in some dark times out there. And uh, we're living in 1984, the book by George Orwell. You just got me cranked up, but I've always been a fan of uh, stellar archaeology, and I would like to go explore the moon and look for some of those pyramids, because I believe there's some stuff over there. Maybe that didn't get nuked. Back to you. How did I get off on that? I, I love... 
I love, love, love these these secret super soldier testimonies of Mars. Holly Baglio's got a ton of them. And I used to follow this a lot more. And it's just, it's so hard to kind of verify anything because there are so many lies. And that Mark guy you're talking about, this is a really funny interview he did with uh, Daniel Ott on French Radio Network. Um, <laughs> he's like telling his story a little bit. Because like you said, he just came out with some new information. And he's like, when I was a kid... I found out Santa Claus wasn't real, and I cried and cried and cried. <laughs> and then you're like thinking about, oh my, that's how it all began. Because then he goes running around, and I mean, he's he's a brave guy, but it's just the way he does it is really funny. He's like, swear on the Bible that you went to the moon. Swear on the Bible that you went to the moon. And then he gets like punched in the face by Buzz Aldrin. Did you hear? <laughs> did you hear so the funny. audio of um, one of the astronauts' son after they left, and he was still mic'd up? Hey, Dad, should I call the agency and have this guy uh, waxed? Look, there's wow. some wicked people in the CIA, man. And uh, they actually, in the, the latest book, he tells a story how they kidnapped him and drugged him with some LSD oh. substance, and he, he got out of there and uh, lived oh, yeah. to tell the story. I believe the guy. He's actually, he's a Christian now. and uh, Right. And fo- loves Jesus. Okay. But I, I just I, think that's funny it's like when he found out santa claus wasn't real then he started doubting everything um uh i i believe we've been to the moon but i don't think it was with giant skyscrapers in a 1957 chevy um the the fact that we have tr3bs and anti-gravitic spaceships and things it's just space is so occult like please think of 2001 a space odyssey and by the way how how 9000 the ai and just the end of that movie and all the weird dissonant music and it's like this visual of the black phone which is the first step towards evolution of this leap into the next stage of human civilization I mean they put it all out there Stanley Kubrick they probably hired him to to do a lot of the fake moon footage but I mean there's just so much going on out there it's like we're not allowed to know everything I don't doubt that we don't have military hardware that's pretty amazing in fact, we've always been told what you see on the news, we're already 40 years ahead of that. It's like, you know, in 1985 when they came out with the uh, stealth bomber that they sent over to take out Gaddafi's family. That thing was already, you know, 20 to 40-year-old technology then. It had to have been. Um, pretty amazing stuff. I just don't know if we've physically been there or not. I have no problem with we've sent uh, aircraft out there. And I, t- I have to admit, Sometimes I, I do a double take when I see some of these rockets that Elon Musk has been able to get to to land again. Brother, if that's I, real, and I believe it is, that's some amazing technology that we've got today. But the question is, did we have it in 1969, 53 years ago? Or exactly. was that another CIA op again uh, as part of a Cold War operation? Um very interesting. I don't know. I don't. I um, I would have. I always thought it was kind of laughable to say we didn't do it, but you know, the only yeah. footage that was played is what was given to the networks to play. The question has to become now. Do okay. Forget about fifty-three years ago. Do you believe seven sixty-sevens flew into the World Trade Center? That's the question. Exactly. Everybody says, "Well, I saw it on TV." Well, so did I. But anything can be put on TV. I'm still looking for a witness that actually saw it with their eyes. 
go into the uh, the buildings. I don't think they went into the buildings. Just like I don't think they went into the Pentagon. Where's the wreckage footage? That didn't survive. We didn't see that, but passport survived. What brought down Building 7? Dude, once again, another false flag like burning the Reichstag, Operation Tripod, to bolster the public support for a war that continues to be waged, you know, 20 years later. Whatever that's been, 25 years later. To go after the oil and go after the opium. Reinstate the, the poppy fields that the Taliban were cutting down. Do we believe our government? I don't believe them anymore, sadly. That's a very sad thing to have to say. I don't believe anything coming out of Washington anymore. We've been lied to for so long. And uh, if they would do it then, why won't they repeat it? What's coming next? What's coming well, next? Shannon, that in Afghanistan, they actually set a holiday for now when the U.S. finally left, August 30th. It's a national holiday. <laughs> so, I mean. Well, yeah, I'm saying uh, from September 11, 2000, um, 2001 until we finally did leave. I mean, it's been 20 years, right? Since we we've had we've had we've been over there in that theater. Afghanistan, you know, was a door to get into uh, Iraq, uh, Libya, all that, all those places over there. I mean, it's a military contractor's wet dream. To have a you contract know, that could go on 20 years and made a lot of people rich, connected with Halliburton. Back to you. I know I have a I have a veteran standing right outside the um, the downtown hub that we're the shared missionary mission space that we're using. And I which, say by that, the way, for your donations, we're able to pay the internet and part of the rent here. I, I say and, that uh, with all respect. Uh, I was sitting in a restaurant last year here in Bali, and two. Yeah. Two black dudes walked in. They were they spoke English. I thought they were from America. Okay. In my closing story, turns out they were from Canada. And I said, "What okay. are y'all doing here?" And one of them said, "I live here in Bali." Um, you know, expat. The other one was his friend. He was a military. And I said, "Oh, you're in the military? Thank you for your service." Where were you at? He said, "I was in Afghanistan." He said, "My friend doesn't like to talk about it, but I bought him a drink and I coaxed it out of him and I said, "What's what's the problem? Did you see some things over there?" that traumatized you and he said my problem is I don't know why I was there I spent most of my time me and the group that I was in escorting drunks I said well what were you escorting he said marijuana opium I don't know what else I said where was it going he says I don't know but we had to pick it up at one point and escort it to the next point and then I didn't see it again and we did see reports through Alex Jones of special forces who were ordered to guard uh, opium fields over there that were being allowed to grow again. And uh, one of them stated, well, this is part of their economy. And I mean, this is crazy. Did we lose good men over there for the drug trade? It Certainly. It goes all the way back to Colonel Richard Armitage and Poppy Bush, who were smuggling drugs from the Golden Triangle, Cambodia, Laos, and Nam, during Vietnam, and Bo Greitz, blew the story when he interviewed General Kaesong. And he, he fingered Colonel Armitage and General Kaesong, uh, excuse me, uh, George Bush Sr. as being some of the architects. So we've got a long history of sending our people in to die for what? Drugs? Oil? What the hell? Why did it take us 20 years to pull out of there? What did we really gain in the end? 
France got the oil. What are we getting? It pisses me off. My grandfather retired with the Air Force. My dad was drafted in NAM. I worked for six and a half years for DOD among fine men and women who served the country and put their lives on the line. But what are we sending people in to do now? Are we going to send troops over into Ukraine? For what? We're about to get nuked is what's about to happen. And I'm, I'm done with my micro story. Um, this guy was traumatized. He didn't even want to talk about what he was doing over there. Hardly, but after a beer, he opened up a little bit to me. And I believe his story. I believe the stories of many people. They saw some things over there that they're still trying to come to grips with today. If we got a fight, let it be for a reason, then let's send them in there to win, not send people over there and let them die through attrition. Right. So somebody can make money who sends none of their own kids over there to fight. Dear God. You know what I'm saying? Well, as we're arguing about Pride Month, again, to loop everything back to the beginning, Russians are on RT.com. I did a show last night about this, that they're having this discussion about whether or not they need to do first strike tactical nuclear attacks. And there's an, they're debating this right now in public. They're like, should we use... I mean, the United States did it in Hiroshima. I mean, we'll just move... They, they just announced they permanently put nuclear arms in Belarus and now they're just there's people going back and forth like no 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 that's like chopping your head off I mean everybody will lose and the other people are like no this will this will finally force the West to back off it's just Michael insane. if there was I a mean, battle over on the Mexican border and we hear, hear every day of countries that were sending arms over to the groups in Mexico that were attacking America how could they not right. be considered our enemy they're, they may, they're fighting proxy. You're sending Leopard tanks and Abram tanks, and now they want to send F-16s, and Poland's getting into it. Everybody wants to send arms to the Ukrainians so they can kill Russians. How can Russia sit idly by and not connect the dots? Of course we're fighting Russia. America is using NATO to attack Russia. And the, the, the poor... Ukrainians are getting ground up like hamburger meat. If you believe any of these uh, ex-military colonels that are on Redacted, and I do believe their story, Ukrainian military is almost destroyed. And Russia is bleeding them to death. And we're threatening Russia. And this Lindsey Graham dude over there says, you know, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Let's kill some Russians. Dude, if I was Putin, be thankful that I'm not. I would have already sent the nukes. And I believe we're going to see Dmitry Dudman prophecy fulfilled, and they're going to cut America off the knees with some EMP strikes from a nuclear submarine. We can't keep poking the bear in the eye and NATO sending everything it can over there to Ukrainians to kill Russians, and then Russia say, well, it's just Ukraine that's doing it. I'm not going to hold anything against all those that are sending their armament over and their depleted uranium. I think it's sickening. We need to call all of our people back. They need to take the trillions of dollars they're spending and help the veterans who gave their lives and were wounded and who Obama did nothing for. Help the homeless people. Pay off the student debt. But what do we got? 
We've got a bunch of whacked out, demon-possessed sodomites ruling the roost, and probably Obama and kind of sleazy rice and another jackass up there actually running the, the show behind the scenes, and we say it was it was Biden this and Biden that. Listen, we're cruising for bruising. As my ex-stepfather used to say, your cork's a-bobbin'. We're fixing to get hurt, Michael. And I think already the attacks are coming, and people don't realize it with the underwater sea cables being cut. Apparently, the Internet's going out in Alaska. According to Alex Schultz's website, we have a cable over here cut. I'm here to tell you, you cut communication lines uh, before the attack comes. And you That's go right. ahead and bomb the soft, you bomb the, the hard targets before you send in the land invasion. How many of those mm. Chinese coming to the border right now and other nations are part of a fifth column invasion force? getting set up right now to unleash havoc in American cities. How the hell do we have a, a, a train derail every month? They can't all be drunk conductors. What the hell's going on with our food supply? Why are you having to pay a dollar an egg? And I can go on and on. We're fixing to get whacked by Russia. Russia's angry, and pretty soon they can't take it anymore. And they're going to strike back, brother. They're going to hit us hard. And I have to ask the question, do we have these jackasses in government that are that stupid and prideful to think that we can keep poking Russia and they're not going to react? Or is this by design because we've got some communists here in government that want to destroy America and use Russia to do it? I'll leave you with that. Well, thank you, Shannon. And I know our, I know we're at the two-hour mark, but I just I'm want to sorry. share one one quote here, just to kind of rally you guys, rally the troops, because the um, these are the days that really real warriors, real men and women will rise. And it says that the men of faith will challenge both men and Satan's wrath, but the beaten men will compromise and walk the beaten path. The devil's kingdom is in distress when we wage our war and win success, but the devil's kingdom able to rest when we don't fight and give our best. So guys, you got to be ready to fight. Stand up your convictions. Uh, this is the revolution for Jesus. It's not It's not Trump's America. We're going to make America great again, as Benjamin Brooks saying. <laughs> yeah, make back great again. Yeah, sure. But there will come a repentance. Get your missionary hat on and start getting ready to pray with people for deliverance, for repentance. Like this America is going to become your mission field if you survive the nuclear fallout. Um, be brave, be strong, get out there, be a witnesser. If the internet goes down, you oh, I guess you have to talk to people in real life again. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad thing. So but until then do support the shows, Omega Man Radio, OmegaManRadio.com, FaithBucks.com, FringeRadioNetwork.com. These are sites that are homegrown, like Nebuchadnezzar in the Matrix. Like they they built the ship that can like jack into the Matrix, send warriors in. This is what Shannon's been doing for ten thousand broadcasts. And those who feared the Lord spoke often one to another. 
this is the situation where we don't have leadership, but you know what? God is raising up leaders all over the place. I mean, Tucker Carlson is doing a great job. Oh, you yeah. can listen to his reports. Good stuff. You know, Elon, a lot of good, too, even though we don't trust Neuralink. You know, Trump and DeSantis and these guys, they should all be together. We should all be fighting as a, as an army, not fighting each other and getting all jealous. But that's my little spiel, and I can't wait to do some more broadcasts together, brother, and uh, thank you for, for just your and taking that leap we're all going to follow you right behind you get it off the social media you you have one of the most exciting and fresh podcasts that is out there on the net right now Uh, Michael is scoring some awesome interviews I can't even reach some of these people and Michael's getting them on the show and I love what you're doing where you're getting even some help there where you can, when you're not on live, you can keep this thing going live, and you've got a person that is out there uh, booking guests. Michael's at Gerilyn Kozak. Shout outs to Strange O'Clock Podcast. Gerilyn Kozak has been a mighty secretary oh, of the Lord. Listen, I'm, I'm just the group. I love your organization that you're building over there. Be part of it. Uh, how can people find the podcast, and how can they support your work, Michael? Well, first of all, pray, and second of all, go and take time with God and the Spirit and, and see what he does, see what angels show up in your life. And um, and I'll just keep, I'm just the radio guy that's just going to keep blabbering and covering the word and talking about past events and miracles, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get some more big guests on Strange O'Clock Podcast, and uh, I'll be bringing other people who haven't got a podcast yet to do their thing on spirit force so where just stay where do that they, on um where do they go bucks.com. give that website again. sure fringe radio network.com and faithbucks.com and you can you know get the spreaker app or get a i mean i have itunes but i'm pretty sure they're banning they're shadow banning us there too spotify works iHeartRadio works um oh before i forget podcatchers you know uh, go submit your url if you haven't done so already podcast index uh, by uh, Adam Curry. They built it for okay. that very reason because uh, iTunes is uh, shadow banning people. Right. Go to faithbucks.com. Go to faithbucks.com. Uh, Michael, okay. you want to close us in prayer, my friend? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you for this time. We just we look at all this data and it's overwhelming but when we look at the celestial city that's coming out from heaven that you have prepared for us it just makes all of these little temporary momentary problems get put back in their little place we thank you for these tribulations and these problems so that we will be able to comfort others and that the trial of your faith which is more precious than gold not just the faith itself but the trial of our faith so we thank you for that lord no matter what it is whether it's nuclear bombs or just evil sex vampire demons or just giant nasty snake things that are coming out of whatever lord we just ask for our weapons to be upgraded give us visions give us vision first of all and to understand that we are on target and the enemy is hurting he's bleeding everywhere demons don't heal but we need healing, Lord. So heal us and give us strength and unity, purpose of mind, humility, direction, discernment, wisdom, 
all of the gifts in the Bible. Let us see those things as precious and valuable as they truly are. Bless Shannon. Bless this audience, everybody listening. We just thank you for them. And don't forget to tune in again real soon. We might only have one person listening live in the real metaverse, but in heaven, I think we have some uh, cloud of witnesses that they do engage and blow the shofars. So, hallelujah. God bless you all, and have a wonderful day. Michael, check your chat. I sent you some MP3s, and I love you, brother. Thank you for coming on. It was powerful. God bless. So much. It was great to hear you talk. Thank you, Loved it. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Either there's going to be a revolution, Patrick Henry style in America, where where, uh, red-blooded, God-fearing, Jesus-loving Americans are going to stand up and say, we're not going to take it no more. We're just not going to take it. And uh, there's going to be riots in the streets, worse than the riots in South Central Los Angeles after they acquitted uh, the, uh, the the cops that beat up Rodney King. Uh, you think that you and that was black people riding. You haven't seen anything. And I'm not advocating killing and murder and stealing and robbing. That's not what I'm advocating. I'm just telling you what people are gonna do. People are sick of this. People are tired of the long-legged Mac Daddy. You know, kicking them in the face every time he gets up, lying to them. Then you got a bunch of I don't know suck ups like. The MSNBC News, ABC News, and all these media types, and everybody who's looking to be popular and get invited to the White House, sucking up to them all the time. It's sickening. I mean, it's downright sickening to watch this. Uh, you know, you're going to get these white folk all roll, riled up here. I'm going to tell you something. They're going to come in, the, the, the white folk get riled up. You know, they're going to, <laughs> they're going members of the NRA going to come into the black neighborhoods. I'm telling you. You know, the people going to get, people just tired of this. You, the, the, you know, p- white people are being pushed around, kicked to the curb, having their rights denied, being called a racist, being walked on, watching their tax dollars go to fund all kind of drug sales, prostitution, illegal immigration. I mean, the, I mean y'all going to push these white folk till they can't take it no more. I'm telling you, you fool around here with Obama. You're going to let this long-legged Mac Daddy push these white folk. They're going to come up out of Tennessee and come up out of Oklahoma, come up out of Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, come up out of Oregon and come out of Idaho, California. I'm telling y'all, you're pushing these white folk and you're pushing them. Your long-legged Mac Daddy's pushing them and pushing them and pushing them. And they're going to get, listen, you're going to push people to the point where they're not going to take it no more. These white folk are not going to take it. You're taking their tax money. You're closing down their jobs. You're shutting down their banks. You're telling them what they can and cannot do. You're giving billions of dollars to Acorn. You're taking their tax money and giving it to people to buy drugs. You're killing babies and you won't stop. You're telling lies and you're demoralizing our nation. You're destroying everything that has made this nation great. White folk getting ready to rise up. They don't want to take it no more. And I'm joining them. Oh, doggone it. I am. I mean, you just can't keep pushing folk the way Obama's pushing white folk and the way black folk are pushing white folk. You can't keep doing that. I'm telling y'all, you better find a way to either get rid of Obama or you these, these folk are going to rise up at the sound of a bird. They're going to rise up. And who can blame them? I mean, who can blame them? 
to build this nation and then have it given away, just given away, just thrown away, just given away by a long-legged half-breed usurper, illegal alien, a man who isn't even a citizen, and everybody in the Congress knows that he's not a citizen. Dick Cheney knows he's not a citizen. And yet nobody will stand up. I'm telling you, white folk are ready to riot. And they should be. They should be. This don't make no doggone sense. I'm telling y'all. Now either y'all go talk to the long-legged Mac daddy. Tell him to resign. Tell him. And then we go and need to go into 40 days of prayer. We need to outpray the Muslims on Ramadan. We need to go into 40 days of prayer, but we need to get that long-legged Mac daddy, that half-breed, that Muslim, that illegal alien, that emissary of the devil, that vice president of genocide in hell. We need to get him out of the White House. I'm telling you, go ahead, you freak, you homosexual, you man-lover. Um, Chris Matthews, keep over, Overman, go ahead. We'll see. We shall see. We shall see. You know, got the Black Panthers and all those militant groups. They're white groups forming right now. They're not going to take it no more. I don't blame them. I'm praying for their success. I hope they let me join them. <laughs> I do. No, I do. Plus, he is an avowed homosexual. Fell in love with Larry Sinclair. They had a steamy love affair. Obama and Larry Sinclair had a steaming love affair. Obama and Larry Sinclair had a steaming love affair. Larry looked into the eyes of Obama, the Mac Daddy, and they put a spell on Obama, the Mac Daddy. Obama said to Larry, oh, you're just my style and my kind. Oh, you look like just what I want, my man, woman, and half, whatever look to look like. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Obama and Larry Sinclair had a steamy love affair in the back of a limo and then at uh, the uh, Holiday Inn. They had a steaming love affair. All right, my friends. All right. Okay. That wasn't me laughing, by the way. That was, uh, I'm just playing right off the Young Turks YouTube channel. Now, that's Brother Manning. And that was from 13 years ago. That was 2010. I remember it. I had not yet started Mega Man Radio. I was still living in Costa Rica. Someone sent this to me, and I laughed my head off. But I also was angry at, what it, at, at the fact that well, everything he's saying is true. He's true. And you know what? That could just have been easily said about today and Obama, who I believe is running the show behind the scenes. I think he ran the campaign, smear campaign, to take down uh, Donald Trump. Because you got to understand something here. There are bureaucrats in play. These are people that stay in government positions and many of them make a career out of it and they'll work there 40 years 
There have been people who have worked for multiple presidents, and they're still there. And they're loyal to Obama or to Hillary Clinton, or they were appointed by them, whether it be a judge or whatever seat, and uh, they will do their bidding. And they will work to sabotage a sitting president like President Trump. I do believe Obama is running the show. It's not Biden. Who, with half a brain, would believe that Biden is calling any shots? He's hopped up on drugs sufficiently well enough that he can read off a teleprompter. He's not capable of independent thought. He was over there trying to grope Eva Langoria the other day, that uh, Puerto Rican actress. Pretty lady. You saw what he was doing. He was trying to cop a fill on her. She moved, her, moved his hand before he embarrassed himself. This guy's a pedophile as well, by all reports. He's a sexual predator. And he's surprised that his son does the same thing, like father, like son. Who's running the show? Who are the brains? Uh, there's a lot of people who like to know that answer. And we have an idea. Susan Rice up there and others out there that are running the show and they've been running these campaigns even though they lost and Hillary didn't get in they stole the election for what would have been the second term for Trump and they put their man in and he's nothing but a a sock puppet and listening to uh, Brother Manning here with his rant could just as very well have been for what we're going through now. It matches at every point. And the sad part is we've been continuing this decline since he first did the long-legged Mac Daddy rant back in 2010. 13 years. We've only waxed worse. And on the back of the church goes much responsibility and blame. Where the truth is perverted sexual perversion is not far away and look at perversion in the church all across the spectrums lesbian dykes in the pulpits Um, there's a issue right now with the Southern Baptist Convention Rick Warren was tossed out he should have been tossed out a long time ago for ordaining women into the uh, pulpit which the Bible doesn't support. There's never been a lady pastor in the Bible. However, there may be times where God has used them. I can see that when there was no men willing to fill the position. God's going to get his job done. So I, I'll give you that. But it's, it's went beyond that. These are homosexuals, lesbians. There's one lady, she's angry, and I saw her interview the other day, that was formerly part of the SBC and she's wondering why um, she has been reinstated she says oh well they're going to lose a lot of qualified individuals she's got a rainbow um, scarf around her neck she's in support of homosexuality and sodomy which will send people to hell if they don't repent before they die I have a couple choice words for Rick Warren. 
broken back church Saddleback church broken back church his own family broken his son committed suicide right after a board game family board game took a pistol and apparently put it to his chest and pulled the trigger well this is a time to recognize mental illness no demon possession you should have done deliverance on your son he was tormented he took his own life it wasn't mental illness it was demon possession no wonder you don't do deliverance that's why I do have a problem with people who have name tags I don't do demons well no wonder you got purple hair you look like a, a, a streaked zebra and you're saying there's movie theaters in heaven and Elvis is doing private concerts for Jesus come on some of these people are spaced out checked out from, from reality they've been taking too many trips something happened to their brain call bullcrap on that just like I call Robin Bullock a false prophet show me his track record I think he's a uh, Kim Clement wannabe now I like Kim Clement sadly I never got to meet him Kim Clement actually saved my mother's life Kim Clement met with my brother Damon and his media firm I think they were in California when they met and they were talking about some media opportunities I think to expand Kim's uh, ministry and they had breakfast and my mom was part of the meeting at breakfast and she was suffering from an asthmatic attack and had to excuse herself and she's gone a few minutes and Kim said hey go check on your mother Damon and Kim Clement actually saved my mother's life they went out and my mother was uh, they had to call 911 she might have died had Kim Clement not um, intervened I don't know why he had brain cancer but I've listened to the guy I didn't really listen to him much when he was alive but after he died I went in there to take another look and I said man what an anointing of God I think this Bullock dude is a redneck wannabe I shouldn't be saying that but I don't like him I don't you'll know them by their fruits there's some others that believe he's off the rocker as well there is some stuff that needs to be cleaned up in the body of Christ that's why we're in the shape that we're in right now got a new age infestation we got people doing destiny cards uh, Christ alignment ministries Christian witchcraft going on Till recently, deliverance ministry was, was being throttled. But most churches, we've got homosexuality that's taken over. The Methodist Church and the Lutheran Church and the Episcopalian Church. They've got bull dykes that are getting into the Anglican Church, trying to infiltrate the SBC. People throwing out their King James Bible. Yeah, get a little bit riled up. And then I, we wonder why we're in the mess that we're in. This is sickness that's going on. Sexual perversion in the church. We need to call this attack of the sodomites. That's where we're at in history right now. They're about to take over America. And we think that we've got the moral 
pejorative and God's going to go with us in battle? No, this is like going into battle as the Israelites without the Ark of the Covenant. You're toast. And we're going to go up against Russia? I don't think so. I think God may be ready to judge the nation. Individuals be saved, but I think our nation's toast at the rate we're going if they don't stop the insanity. The fascists have stolen the government. They got control of it. They're trying to put us all under a digital prison system. We're on the brink of this treaty being signed by the World Economic Forum and the WHO and just about all the member states of the UN to give Tedros and his World Hell Organization the reins of power to tell you when you got to shelter in place or you got to wear a mask or you must be vaccinated to work. This is nuts. This is sickening. We're in some serious trouble. Next stop, War on the Saints. It's coming. Next stop is we're going to see attacks on Christianity like we've never seen before and our civil liberties. You and I will be deemed a terrorist for just having a Bible. What we see happening in Canada and the UK is coming to America. They're going to begin to lock up people for speaking out against sexual sin and sodomy called homosexuality is sin. Watch and see. We're in some serious trouble. But blessed are they when they are persecuted for righteousness sake for great is their reward in heaven. I'm also predicting that they're going to institute a draft in America. The military is not getting enough conscripts so they're going to begin to draft people. Watch and see. I'm not a prophet but I make a prediction. There we go. We shall see. Well Welcome aboard, if you're just joining us. It's uh, 3.34 p.m. Monday afternoon. It means it's 3.34 a.m. here in Bali. My goodness, I guess I'm going to work up until 5 and then order a big breakfast from McDonald's. Might as well. I've got some work to do here. Uh, My nights are flipped upside down, but it's okay. Um, I like this new schedule, and uh, I hope you will like some of the changes that have happened to Omega Man Radio in recent weeks. Right on time for our 13th um, anniversary. Might as well. If we're going to launch new, let's do it with some changes here. But I think these are positive changes. Um, I am building a Mega Man radio backup, Lord willing, better than ever. We're uh, getting ourselves set up for the next wave of censorship that's coming. And podcasts are in the sights of the world powers right now. Because media that can't be controlled by big tech is a threat to big tech. Because um, if they cannot control us, that means then there are going to be people to challenge their narrative. And podcasters can do that. Whereas BlackRock um, owns about, by some estimates, uh, 80 to 90% of all media through their investment portfolio. No wonder. The true narrative is being throttled everywhere you tune in, except alternative media. Places like Rumble, InfoWars, Steve Quell, 
and now to some degree Twitter. Again, the jury's out on how far Elon will go. Uh, but we'll see. But uh, the truth is coming out, and it's a threat to the New World Order, and they're going to try to stifle it with new legislation, hate speech laws, and try to criminalize uh, free speech and uh, bring about thought crime. I mean, this is 1984, the book unfolding before our very eyes. And I have multiple reasons for doing some things I've done in recent days. Uh, get the Substack post. I write all about it there. Or get the recent posting I did on uh, where did the archives go. Archives will come back bit by bit, but we are revamping and setting up uh, so that we can continue to broadcast irregardless of what the big tech uh, think about it. We don't rely on big tech. We're going back to the beginnings of podcasting. Long before Facebook or YouTube ever figured into podcasting or Spotify. You did a podcast, you put it somewhere on a server, and you had an RSS feed to it. That's why the censors hate RSS feeds. They don't like it. They want your podcast to be behind a walled uh, village, subscribers only. And if you got to go to them for content, and if uh, you say anything that uh, the content providers don't like, I mean the, the forums like Spotify or Apple, uh, they just cut you off. Well, they can't cut me off. Or others that use RSS feeds. So we're podcasting 2.0. That's the direction we're going. And um, I brought all the assets back in-house. OmegaManRadio.com. You want stop location. Tune into the program live. You've got links there uh, that will take you to our new archives. We have a chat room that I've got to work on a little bit, but it it's working if you want to be a part of it. And you can you can connect with people and listen to the show from the same page. Uh, MixLR uh, did not work with me, just like Blog Talk Radio would not work with me to clean up some of the archives. Totally unresponsive to my request, and so I pulled the plug. And uh, we may bring MixLR back, but I've got to do it with a clean account. And so maybe 30 days from now, or we could start it even tomorrow if we wanted to do that. But uh, I'm going to play around with um, our ice cast and see if we even need MixLR again. We might not need it. If we do, we'll bring it back. I'll just set up a, a fresh account, and that's the answer to my problem over there because uh, they don't want to work with us. I even tried to get some concessions because we've set the world record for most episodes of any podcast on the planet. And I said, hey, can we uh, even get free streaming? I mean, it's, it's not much we're talking about. Uh, we don't uh, we don't do sponsorship deals, and uh, you know we get we get no promotion uh, for setting uh, world records. Literally, we set a world record, most podcasts ever that I'm aware of, most podcast episodes, ten thousand plus. Blog Talk Radio could care less. Mix and Laura, neither of them were willing to work with me with some basic requests that I asked him for for maintenance. Couldn't even get a hold of customer service till I threatened him. Only to find out that uh, they were bought out by Spreaker, who was bought out by another company, who was bought out by, um, uh, what's that company called? Another one that was bought out by another one. There's like five owners. 
And I'm like, who owns who here? Couldn't get a straight answer from anybody. But thankfully, there are some laws against uh, copyrighted content. And uh, I pushed one of those buttons and I got some quick answers back from the legal team and I got them to do what I needed to do and then I terminated the account because the way they treated me at Blog Talk Radio. MixLR got a stupid reply back today. They don't care. So, you know, I, I go where I treat, I'm treated best. Uh, we will not be censored anymore. Facebook, YouTube, nobody's going to tell me what we can talk about except the Lord Jesus Christ himself. I report to him. We ought to obey God rather than men. So, we're starting from scratch, um, building back up our audience. Now, people who care about this program, it's nothing to Google and find us. If people want to find us, they can. But literally, I tried all the major social media platforms one more time, and they were just dead, dead horses. Not even worth the effort over there, plus the censorship that you've got to contend with. So, clean cut cut them away let them all go to hell those platforms and uh, we'll we will broadcast from the white mountains where men are still free mankind men and women can speak freely we can talk about what we want we can broadcast when we want and the content will still be available up there for you in the archive format we've got two dedicated channels right now uh, with a little bit more Investment, we can have a uh, 24-7 offshore um, file sharing server where you can get the content in case uh, Podbean goes down. Podbean did go down for a few days, and um, we were able to rectify that. Now, I was given all the additional time we're going to need to take us through June. We've got to come up with about $1,300 to, to pay for one year of Podbean service for the business account to continue in July with uh, Podbean. I did get a few donations that came in. Thank you very much. And we've used what came in so far to get the um, Rocket Broadcaster platform and our IceCast set up so we could stream again. Uh, I did build rebuild the page, tried to just streamline it. It's just a simple page with the links that you need, nothing else uh, really on there, but stuff you're going to need if you want to tune in uh, or where to go get the archives or how to support the program, uh, with the exception of a couple games at the bottom. I did keep that intact. But a very simple site that uh, is viewable from any computer. Not really mobile phone friendly, but uh, I don't build things for mobile phones. I build it for real computers like I use. And uh, there we are. Um, you can catch our program live 10 p to excuse me 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern excuse me right here on omegamanradio.com we've got a little chat room there we're testing out we've got uh, two dedicated podcast streams for Mega Man Reloaded and also new shows that you can access the programs and um, if God puts it in your heart and you're able to support the program um, it will take some resources to activate some of these other things we want to do and even to continue on Podbean because we're putting so much content up that it very quickly um, fills up the quota that they gave us 
Uh, others want to do one show, that's fine. Two shows, we're putting up six a day. And people want more. And I can put up more, but we're going to have to have the, uh, the hard drive and the bandwidth capability. And we can only do that with a, with a higher tier account. Most podcast networks out there are built for the uh, occasional podcaster. Uh, we're doing professional podcasting. We generate a lot of content, over 10,200 shows. Soon to be 10.3. So, cost a lot of money to put that up online. And um, the whole landscape is changing. Companies are consolidating. Censorship is becoming the order of the day. Deplatforming. So, it's driving us to break free. And we did. We broke free of the cyber ghetto. We've moved to the White Mountains. <laughs> where men can still be free. By the way, check out my Substack page. Uh, I found, I found it. Uh, the the serial cartoon version of the White Mountains books by John Christopher. Get the books. There's actually even a BBC uh, series that went two two seasons, and it's a pretty good uh, TV series. Watch that too about the tripods. British sci-fi at its best. But I used to um, read the serial version of the book that will continue from one month to the next in Boys Life magazine. And lo and behold, someone got all three books. I didn't realize all three had been done by John Christopher in cartoon format. Scanned them, put them in a PDF, and you can get them off the archive.org. So I put a link to that. And hey, it's good reading. And more than that, this is a good series. It uh, really fits in with what's going on today. You know, it speaks to globalism and its tentacles today. Trying to turn us into zombies. People incapable of free thought. Time to read that book, 1984. It's got some nudity in it, but just warn you if you haven't read it. But Thought crime. Time to watch Minority Report again with Tom Cruise. There we are. Okay, I've rambled enough. I need to get to work and get these audios uploaded for you, plus a couple um, of the reloaded. And you know what? Hey, we've lost a lot of people. Uh, some will not come off of social media platforms like Facebook or YouTube to find us. That's okay. We're here for those that want to search us out. This program is not for everyone. The, it's, certainly the demons hate us. And if the demons hate us, then that's good. We must be doing something right. Uh, and we have went uh, 13 years as of um, June 22nd. Pray to God be the glory. Because I didn't think we were going to make it many times, but here we are. We're like the Energizer Bunny. We just keep going and going. We don't stop. If we do stop, we come back. So we never fails. We, we come back, and um, it's getting tougher than ever in this climate to, to be able to speak freely. So we had to make some changes. And uh, now at least I can tell, get a real accurate count of who's tuning in. Uh, we've got, wow, 66 people tuning in right now. Listen, that's double, almost triple what we normally got on MixLR. And it's been that way from the beginning. Uh, in terms of live listeners, most people are going to tune into the archive. But we've got some great archives. We've got stuff that has never been heard before by most of you today. Thousands of shows and I have to say, thank God that they were not just news programs. Uh, good news, stuff is applicable today as when it was recorded. Uh, 
um, and they're free. Help yourself to them. It's like the bottomless chips and salsa at the Chili's restaurant. Do they still have Chili's in America? I haven't eaten over there in seven years. I used to go down there and get the bottomless chips. Um, bottomless MP3s. As many as you want. Help yourself. Binge on them. Um, I hope that you will subscribe to Substack because that's the only reliable way I have to communicate with people. When the uh, Bali undersea cable got cut a few weeks ago, and then even today, as it was over the weekend, painfully slow, uh, affected my ability even to update the website for, for many hours. Finally, I got in there, but it took me a long time to even make the changes that I did yesterday. Um, and then being throttled on Podbean because we'd exceeded our limit, I thought, okay, wait a minute. I can't put an audio up there to let people know what's going on, why there's no audios posted. Um, I don't have a mailing list anymore. MailChimp killed our mailing list for standing up for Trump. So never was able to rebuild that. Let me see, how do I reach people? Can't get into my website because of the undersea water cables that were cut. Oh, hell, all I've got is Substack, and we don't have too many people over there. So um, these things could happen again. We need a reliable way to communicate with one another. If I can't get a message out any other way, Substack um, doesn't take a lot of bandwidth to access, and I was able to send that out, that message. So get on there. If you're interested in getting any updates on what's going on here and you can't get them anywhere else, Rest assured, if there's something I need to tell you, I'm going to put it on Substack. Let that be your starting point. Secondly, book uh, Mark Omega Man Radio. Know that our new schedule, if you'd like to tune in live, is Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern. And um, share this information with a friend. Uh, We have the archives being restored at podbean.com. There's two links on my website. Scroll down. And lastly... Support this broadcast. I will go till I can't pay my bills anymore. And at that point, um, it's over. Thankfully, God has kept us alive. And clearly, it's his intent for us to keep going a little bit further. But it has gotten tough out there for everybody worldwide. And um, don't forget about us. If you're blessed by this program, and this is where you feed, uh, consider helping us, whatever you can. We have PayPal. We have Zelly. We have GoFundMe. I got Cash App recently. That works. And I want to thank somebody out there who sent a Cash App over the weekend. By the way, let me point something out. Check my website. Uh, Don't just assume that it's Omega Man Radio. No, actually, Zelly is Shannon Ray Davis. Same with Cash App. Somebody sent a donation to Omega Man Radio. uh, An old account that I think I set up years ago. Uh, For some reason, I got locked out of it, never been able to get back in again, so I had to set up a new account, Shannon Ray Davis. But my email was still attached to it. So I saw a donation coming over the weekend, and I said, praise the Lord. I'll go over there and claim it. And I went over, and it said, it's already been claimed. I said, what do you mean? And I looked, and somebody had sent it to the wrong Cash App address. They just had assumed that we're Omega Men Ready. Well, we're not. That's not my Cash App. Somebody else has control of that. 
and uh, a hacker does. And I tried reporting it to Cash App. I said, hey, somebody sent a donation to a hacked account. And they claimed it. They're very much active with it. And it was still had my email address on it. Well, I was able to get my email address unhooked from them, but I had to write the person back. I actually sent them a dollar. That was the only way I could communicate with them on Cash App. Because if you send somebody money, you can put a little note there. And I wrote the person. I said, hey, this is Shannon Davis. My account is not a, a Cash App Omega Man Radio. It's Shannon Ray Davis. And uh, I don't know if that person ever got a refund. Cash App refused to help me anymore trying to get it resolved and uh, but let me just tell you this person cared enough that they sent the amount a second time so they paid double God richly blessed them they wanted to get some help to us and it was uh, just in time we live day to day by the grace of God we have no war chest we don't have any million dollar funders uh, we don't have million dollar studios and budgets and staff um I wear all hats over here, whether it be building the website, setting up the software, cutting the audios, doing the uploads, finding the guest, confirming with the guest. And when I say we've done 10,200 plus shows, I've been here for every one of them. I don't do pre-recorded shows. I'm here. And even if I were to play a recording, I'm here. So we have legitimately done over 10,200. I just say 10,000 now. 10,000 strong. I mean, you know. After a while, it's like McDonald's. They stopped counting. Now they just say billions and billions served. And I'm proud of that. That was a, That's an accomplishment. But the uh, glory goes to the Lord Jesus Christ. And those out there who have partnered with us, uh, you share in that accomplishment. I couldn't have done it without you. Whether it be you supported the program or you're a guest. God bless you all. We did it together. And uh, we're going to keep going. Um, But now it's time to go for the juggler of the enemy while we still can. And help those that we can reach. In Jesus' name. Okay. I've ranted on long enough. Uh, God bless you all. Let me pray. Father God, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this opportunity. Bless the hearers. Bless the guests that have come on tonight. All those that have tuned in. We thank you for this opportunity. And God, you give us a blueprint, a strategy to beat the enemy and stay one step ahead of him. Give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Bless everyone, God, who has prayed for this program, supported it in any way. Bless them 1,000-fold. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Friends, love and appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. Again, check out the website. Hope you enjoy it. And uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. Now I'm going to close out with some Inyo Morricone music.